to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I listen because Rod and Karen are hot. Mmm. Unlike her contemporary W.B. Du Bois, who famously conceptualized the black body as a site of internal striving, two souls, two thoughts, two unreconciled strivings, two warring ideals, and one dark body whose dog strength alone keeps it from being torn asunder. Cooper embraced racial embodiment as a possibility rather than a perturbation i guess a problem um where du bois characterized the black body as racked with an epic internal struggle over identity cooper using the black female body as a point of reference saw intersecting identities primarily of race and gender but also of class and nation as a point of possibility in cooper's account of racial identity a black female experience of embodiment brought these competing national identities into generative tension whereas in du bois account competing identities threatened to dismember the black is the black self in the last decade of our century changes of such moment are in progress such new and alluring vistas are opening out before us such original and radical suggestions for the adjustment of labor and capital of government and the governed of the family and the church and the state that to be a possible factor though an infinitesimable an infinitesimal one is such a movement is pregnant with hope and weighty with responsibility to be a woman in such an age carries with it a privilege and an opportunity never implied before but to be a woman of the negro race in america and to be able to grasp the deep significance of the possibilities of the crisis is to have a heritage it seems to me unique in all the ages that's what she wrote here cooper constructs black women's intersectional position as its own kind of crisis of possibility as a space of hope responsibility and even privilege she inverts the logic of marginalization that one would typically assume in an argument about black women's position at the intersection of race and gender she invokes the symbolism of a pregnant female body heavy with the weight of racial responsibility black women's capacity to reproduce children who would inherit the slave status of the mother had tethered their material value to their reproductive capacity simultaneously rendering them vulnerable to endless sexual exploitation cooper however in her invocation of an expectant female body offers new creative and procreative possibilities to black women at the most literal level emancipated black womanhood meant black women could produce citizens rather than slaves hey welcome to the black Tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a wednesday ready to do some podcasting find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black gal tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is Taser. an unofficial sport bullet ball. and bullet ball extreme and today's show uh is i mean excerpt today's excerpt is brought to you uh by beyond respectability women gender and sexuality in american history by Brittany c cooper um and uh, i thought that was an interesting point that that she was making um saying that the way black men had looked at oppression and even freedom and what it could bring you was somewhat different than the way black women were looking at it you mm-hmm. know or at least this black woman and where she's going hey you know this is a moment where freedom for us means when we produce a child that child is now a citizen of the united states uh as opposed to a more slave more uh 
more uh capital for some white person somewhere um and then in, in the same way it also meant if you don't want to have children you still have value as a black woman in a way that you know white people would not have seen that if they owned you as property it's like oh you're you're bearing you so you're you're something wrong you can't produce more product for me you can't produce more uh thing and not to mention the sexual exploitation that comes with you know the idea of viewing the value of a black woman's body as producing more offspring uh whether it be for uh, more slaves that uh from from another you know procreating with another slave on the on in your or some black person uh that is owned or even a black freedman you know because because a lot of times it's like well your children are still slaves if the woman is owned um and so here was a chance where if there if you can conceptualize it as freedom you're no longer just about what your womb can do you know and i think that that's something that obviously uh wb du bois is not gonna necessarily stumble you know talk about no because why would he and i'm trying to funny why would he care because it's just one of those things where um when you was talking about competing identities most black men straight black men don't have that issue like what are you competing with your maleness is accepted and your blackness is accepted black men are never they don't have to come and be like well put your blackness before your manhood Put your manhood before your blackness. Like, like that is a question that most straight black men never have to tangle with, never have to. It's not even a question. I am a black man. The end. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to kind of uh, uh, deal with the, the, the judgment of if something happens to the community, I have to put my identity and who I am. It has to be second nature. Mm-hmm. I, I have to put it to the side. You don't. Most black men don't have to deal with that. And most black women do. And so when uh, you was talking about citizens and slaves, that's a catch-22 because uh, black women do have children that are citizens, you know, because of laws and things like that. But a lot of times these children do become slaves in some way, shape, form, or fashion. It might not be slaves as far as you're working out in the field, but it may be slaves as far as the criminal justice system and being locked up, or it may be you know, slaves as being not having a financial wealth, you know, like, like there are other forms to put chains on you. And it's also one of those things too, to where, uh, I do understand that, uh, black women, uh, once all this happened, black women did have the right to be like, I don't want to have children anymore, you know, mm-hmm. if, if they opt to, which, which is a, a great thing. But also, there's still a pressure for black women to to board children. Like, that pressure did not go away just because we got this quote-unquote freedom placed in our hands. Yeah, I mean, that's a pressure, I think, that people apply to women broadly. Correct. But the specific, the reason it's different to me is because, like, white women are, like, you need, because women essentially have been property their entire existence Mm -hmm. on the face of the planet until, like, recently. And, of course that not everyone agrees that they should not still be property right Come on. just because technically you don't have to be doesn't mean we don't have every le- last level of law fighting to tooth and nail to try to get women to property status and to stay there right right so the difference i would say for black women specifically is that it's not even choosing to not have kids if you were just a slave who was barren you are now at a loss of value to somebody who's judging your life in a way that's different than someone just going 
i don't like you or uh whatever you know like they're like this is a person that literally could be like well now i'm gonna trade you away to another farm now i'm gonna uh let you die i don't care you know now um you know like like there could be so many things they could do to you um whereas now it's like if a black woman decides i don't want to have a child or if she just you know cannot physically have a child right like there like there's um there was an endangering and a lessening of the value of her life before that that is now more like a societal judgment than a physical like threat okay okay I, and, you know okay now that i agree with it, it is it's more of a societal judgment yeah yes. and it's different obviously than white women but you know black women but i think some of this shit has stayed with black women forever i mean just the fact that the value of a black woman was measured through how many kids she could have i think that leads to uh people that still to this day are like oh these having children all out of wedlock having children too early uh look at how these children these but they don't take care of their kids you know all that type of just negativity mm-hmm. and you know of course the sexual assaults that happen um through whether it be white men black men whoever through all this time leads to black women are promiscuous they want this they you know they are there you can't rape a black woman you know like over sexualizing uh even you know all threads all the way to to r kelly and people being like them girls is just fast and shit like all that shit (laughs) goes back to slavery you know i I laugh because i watch slavery yeah i I laugh because i watch black as fuck and i thought it was such a great show but that like that was one of the more brilliant things on the show is like all this shit goes back to that but even the imagination of what freedom would be is different you know Mm -hmm. because what black men wanted from freedom and what black women saw as possible through freedom were two different things because of the way the oppression was different under slavery agreed so i just you know and it's funny i've never heard of anna julia cooper until i read this book you know like i've heard everyone's heard of wb du bois like um you really would have thought there were no other points of view at the time other than you know uh whatever uh you know booker t washington or something like that you know like like none of this stuff was taught to me in a classroom um and a lot of this information you know black women wrote books about race and everything Mm -hmm. back then but nobody read them I, i i hope it doesn't but i feel like we may be repeating the 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 mistakes of the past because i think a lot of people talk a good game but people don't read these fucking books man they They don't you know and um and this isn't a like admonishment of people i think reading is a privilege you know i'm not trying to i'm not trying to no name people but i just think i do worry about shit being lost in history because a lot of black women are doing some great work and putting all this stuff down and people are just kind of being awesome like yada 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 you know they'll they'll argue with you and throw a book in your face but it's a book they didn't read you know it's a book they're not going to read right it's just something they can like use as woke credentials but you know there's a lot of stuff you can learn from from this so uh but yeah i'm I'm glad i i copped this book but um the the differences the stark differences between like the racial um and sexual oppression um and the the way people dream of a future you know is real you know i think often i think like when whenever i'm so pessimistic and stuff i I do think maybe that's because i just 
am a straight black dude and I, my imagination only goes so far before i'm just like people ain't gonna do that shit you know what i mean like <laughs> like i'm just like i gotta carve out some level of fucking existence between where i want where i want things to be and where i think things will be as opposed to where i dream things will be um and i i do wonder if that's you know part of it yeah and also the the thing is uh when it comes to people that dream because i'm a dreamer so when it comes to people that dream uh sometimes you have to have a balance you know because you can be so far off in your dreams you can tap out of reality sometimes and then you go okay this is not reality and a lot of times when the bubble is popped around you in your dream world it is a devastating fall for some people because they was like well it didn't turn out the way i wanted to turn out and i think a lot of people got like that about elections Mm -hmm. a lot of people got like that about bernie sanders a lot of people got like that about barack obama these things that i dreamed of didn't happen the exact way that i pictured in my imaginary world so fuck it and it was like oh my gosh i'm falling i'm crashing i don't know how to handle it and then they lash out you get all this anger people mad upset going at everybody blaming everybody versus accepting the uh reality that uh it's okay to dream but you have to uh uh um have a balance to your dreams. You can't be so far up in the sky that you lose reality uh, of the ground. Yeah, I mean, I'm very pragmatic like that where, you know, and I and I appreciate theory, you know, like I understand it, but I don't know. Sometimes I just look at the world around us and like, this, wor- this world it ain't getting there, you know? It's like when people have talked about the the Green New Deal and we're about to stop climate change and shit i was like this not what these motherfuckers know you not these are not this is not a team of winners okay this is like the uh, a movie where the start of the movie is you know the ragtag group of you know people on a on a on a i don't know a little league uh baseball team and you know we got the the kids that's out of shape we got the kid that's lazy got the kid that can't catch the baseball we got you know we got all that shit you know and but we're never going to have the hopeful montage of us all working together and getting over everything and coming together at the end to win the championship like that's just not that's not what the fuck this is this is we're gonna lose in the first round because motherfuckers don't actually give a fuck so yeah it's also one of the things too where uh that's also a lot of people have that hope and it's okay to have hope like i'm I'm not crushing hope because i'm a hopeful person overall you know you hope things get better you hope that um uh we push forward you know and we have you know it's this it's it's not like that hope is, is unwarranted because you know over the course of time we have moved forward is it at the pace that i would have desired no but it is still a move forward yeah. you know and a lot of people are like all or nothing and like those people are unrealistic yeah well it was like one time i was in therapy uh the therapist said uh you know the the even like the dark clouds have silver linings but you have to look for the silver linings mm-hmm. you know you can't just be like it's a bunch of dark clouds oh well like you have to be like you know they're like that there's a reason that that's a saying but you know do do you look for the silver lining or do you just be like it's dark and that's it so um but yeah all right let's get into it butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book 
a reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. Friends to know and ways to grow, a reading rainbow. I can be anything. Take a look. It's in a book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. All right, let's get into the news. Uh, I guess, uh, I guess we start with coronavirus news. Um, I don't know why this always catches me off guard, <laughs> but we're never gonna run out of it. No, no S- segment that's just here to stay um let's go to the fuck the coronavirus ultra cancel by odium ultra cancel coachella cancel <laughs> coachella cancel Yes, it was. Maybe that's why he's saying fuck the coronavirus. <laughs> South by Southwest, canceled. Your baby's birthday party, canceled. The NBA games, canceled. Your graduation, canceled. Coachella, The whole song. What is? I'm. Uh, is this just a beat? Are they gonna rap? Oh shit! The bass drop. <laughs> oh. Oh, this must be club music. <laughs> Where you gonna play this at? I don't you know. You can't play this at the club or the no. rave. Mm-hmm. But this is a club yeah, song. Yeah. I haven't heard a night a night lyric from the first. Chris D'Elia, canceled. Yes. Football, canceled. I mean, this is kind of, it's kind of a bop. March Madness, canceled. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. He's got, this is six minutes long. There's six minutes of things that were canceled. <laughs> the list is longest shit, everything got canceled. canceled. <laughs> Let's go get to the end. Tulsa rally, not canceled. <laughs> Okay, golf is back though. What the fuck? Jam canceled. Yes, it is. DL Hewley canceled. Schools canceled. <laughs> Sex with people you don't live with canceled. Come on. That must have been what happened to August Alcina. They took everything away from me. What the fuck? 
golf, no sports, no nothing, no public gatherings. Like, what the fuck are we supposed to do now? Somebody mad. Oh, let's go to the club. We can't. It's closed. Oh, let's go to the bar. We can't. It's closed. This is just a blog now. Hey, babe, I got a great idea. How about we go to... Oh, we can't fucking fly. 2020 should just be canceled. Because I know as soon as this shit is done, I'm going anywhere and everywhere. All we got to say right now is one thing. this this is a good one it, it took to it took a while to get started but it really won me over and i felt like the timing was worth it you know yeah and i and i yeah i i could feel the, you know the the pain like what, what can't go there uh, 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 mm-hmm. can't do that because my thing right now is i what i really miss like the most the most mm-hmm. is actually going out to eat like sitting in a restaurant mm-hmm ordering a martini a mimosa i miss going to brunch because right before everything shut down we had a, a place we loved to go to called was easy easy like sunday morning mm-hmm. oh my gosh fucking delicious they had like multi-flavored mimosas like i i had fell in love and then everything just shut down yeah they had this drink called death by chocolate it was so good it was like eating a boozy chocolate cake oh god mm-hmm. and uh, uh the the pe- i think the people i think one said they came from up north and they moved down here so they actually had kind of authentic crab cakes where it was crab big crab. ass pieces of lump crab, crab like and it, it, crab did, it didn't have a bunch of breading in it oh my and god. so i had never really had it like that before mm. and so when i tell you that shit was fucking flames i was like oh my gosh all i taste is crab and he was like yeah that's why you only get four that's the only type of crabs i'll ever catch come okay? on um, don't want them other ones but yeah let's get into coronavirus news a vi- virus spike prompts california uh about face on reopenings yeah um california is one of those states where they got gavin newsom so you think they would be doing things all the right way and stuff but they're still having a spike and mm-hmm. um, i would like to know what areas i'm pretty sure they probably have some areas that spike in properties. 19 counties that were nearly three quarters of the states 40 million people live so the most densely packed counties oh, okay okay i was thinking maybe towards the beaches and shit like that i didn't say specifically towards the beach but just wherever the most 19 counties where most of the people live in the whole state newsom says indoor operations at restaurants wineries and tasting rooms family entertainment centers movie theaters zoos and museums and card room gambling businesses must close bars were ordered to close both indoor and outdoor operations Mm -hmm. and the thing is it's funny how amc announced we're coming back i thought "Mm -mm, not 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 if these states are like the hell you will you have to think too like some of these places they think they don't have as much of a problem so you probably got an amc in some of these little towns and shit where the people are like yeah we're gonna go to the theater nobody got it here you know i'm not saying that's right but they probably aren't as scared as like us we do live in a city come on so that's probably a big thing for me and you is like well we live in a city i don't want to get it because 
you know uh, a bunch of motherfuckers living up on top of each other you know yes sir dl hewley says he spread COVID 19 to his radio show team oh no so i guess this is before he passed out right before he knew he had it right he had been yes. down in texas um and because he was just still working he was traveling he went to nashville to do that's where he passed out in nashville oh he was still traveling wow you know most of the comedian people they were like nah we doing zoom rooms they was like we not doing none of that traveling shit yeah um but he returned to his radio show on tuesday june 16th a few days later he had a scary incident at zany's comedy club and subsequently tested positive for coronavirus uh after he this is after he had been to texas he tells everyone he came in contact with on that tuesday has since tested positive as well except for his daughter but it sounds like so far everyone's gonna be okay his daughter didn't catch it because she wore a mask shout out to his daughter she was like the fuck of this yep so. mask work people mask work yeah it's weird because he's trying to um promote his new book and so he's doing this you know the media rounds for the new book but then it's always gonna come up to this story like you had COVID 19 and how did you spread it to everybody and how'd you get it and all this stuff so it's just you know he said he was mostly asymptomatic and all this stuff but he said he passed out twice too so i i don't know like do you normally pass out like such a you know like yeah you read the article most people they ignored the signs i mean i mean you were talking about people that actually were told but mm -hmm. you know even people that don't know a lot of people kind of ignored well with him he thought he didn't he didn't know he had it when he was spreading it okay you know that three to four days where you're pre-symptomatic but you can still spread it and he sat in a room and talked on the microphone with a bunch of people who should have been at self distance social distance and they should have been doing that shit doing from zoom or whatever else uh they use yeah so many people are doing that now y'all yeah. recording they're like no you still here i still here we we uh, uh technology is is advanced now we can all be in different places and sync this up and put out a a, a radio show oklahoma is seeing a hundred percent positive test rate from covid19 following trump's tulsa rally uh even though donald trump's rally in tulsa oklahoma quickly became a laughing stock after only about six thousand people showed up it may have had maybe having an impact on the spread of coronavirus in the state yeah. as msnbc's chris hayes pointed out on monday 100 percent of coronavirus tests in oklahoma came back positive over the last two days yeah, because these people came from all over the state. So guess what? They went back home to from all over the fucking state. Maybe uh, I just know that a hundred percent um, is crazy. One hundred percent is so. I don't think people understand. Like right here in Charlotte, in Mecklenburg County, we have a you know what we would consider a pretty high rate of people infected and stuff. And the tests are coming back at like ten to thirteen percent positive. 100 percent i mean everybody got every single person that took the test had it right and these are the people that took the test these are not including the people that don't know they got it well it could be that everyone that tested was symptomatic which i would that's understand true. why you would get 100 percent. but that's crazy wow um now we don't know that this directly from um the corona from the tulsa rally though like we don't know that this is a hundred percent just because they went to that they had that rally there Agreed. um i'm not saying it, it doesn't matter or whatever but it couldn't have helped because mm -mm. those motherfuckers was passionately not social distancing 
passionately adamantly not wearing masks taking no precautions so you know uh, it definitely didn't help it's not like the gathering of the people that protest for george floyd where it's like they're at least wearing masks and outside and trying to like these motherfuckers really didn't give a fuck and this shit is very very contagious you know everyone that didn't have on a mask around dl hewley got it everybody and that you know that's just doing a show on a tuesday doing you know that's like you know as much as i love justin i was like yeah man we just got to shut down the, we had to do it through uh through a crowdcast mm-hmm. you know because he has to work he has to go out mm-hmm. if he catches it we definitely gonna get it that's just yes, how it works sir. there's no way we could sit in this room even six feet apart and talk that long without all our molecules filling up this room Correct. and us passing shit to each other um let's see what else happened oh the <laughs> bar lives matter protesters descend on texas capital to o- oppose closures bar lives matter on tuesday texas bar owners you really want to get drunk that bad huh this is uh, yeah the thing that's killing me is one you could just go buy a bar- beer at the store right so it's not even just getting drunk they want to be social the thing that's really bothering me is that they you know this same group the venn diagram zero of these motherfuckers this is two separate circles zero of them came out for the black lives matter protest in their city you know that you know none of them came out for that and then to co-op black lives matter into bar lives matter for your signs and your white ass shit so so like it tells you the two americas that are out here in the streets right there's one the one is like we just want to live we just want our lives to matter and the other people are like bar lives matter sounds catchy too we should use that (laughs) uh this is in response to a republican governor greg abbott june 26th saying we got to close all the bars Mm -hmm. yeah some of them republicans that would that was hum 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 donald trump donald trump and it's like hey uh my people dying nah we, we can't be doing this we can't be doing and this. keep in mind greg abbott was a person that was like i'm not shutting anything down right freedom of speech a lot of it even the governor in south carolina that was oh open up uh shit like uh way before north carolina attempted to is now like we seen a press conference he was telling people um hey y'all uh we, we might not be having no football games you know he sounded right sad i was like but nigga you the one that wanted to open everything back up right and you the fucking man but then keep fucking it then and of course they're mad because they're saying he closed the bars but not enough other type of businesses so why are you singling out bars dumbass because the way bars are designed they're packed you can't move everybody's close to each other they're indoors like bars churches gyms like are people not listening to anybody when they be like hey y'all you know even when people do part of like do have parties outside social distance and they're like we want to be inside packed breathing in each other's face keep in mind black lives matter is about black people just wanting to live live dog this is about bar owners being upset that they will take a financial hit as if you know being a place where coronavirus is rampantly spreading around won't cause a financial hit 
in your, in your pockets and to your staff mm-hmm. if they fuck around and sue you right oh or, or just even if they don't sue dead. you even if they don't sue you if you get sick that's a financial hit yeah, if, your if someone dies that's a financial hit if, if if patrons don't come to your bar anymore right that's a financial have, hit because you have these these outbreaks yeah it's like <laughs> it's, it's all so short term yeah. short term uh reward it's like right f- fuck the long term i'm doing short term this is crazy this is this is the ultimate like your parents saying do you want a whipping or do you just want to get grounded you know and these are the only stupid motherfuckers that don't realize that it, 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 you're getting both you know you're what getting I mean? both come on you're going to get both you i was a kid you got both that was the trick question you could have been grounded and now you're gonna get whipped and grounded because you you refuse you had to be bad <laughs> you had to go out there in your church clothes and try to play in the mud and now you're getting a whooping and you're getting grounded growing number of north carolina don't hit your kids okay no anyway. don't hit your kids. growing nor- number of north carolina sheriffs say they won't enforce statewide mask order it's interesting when the cops choose not to enforce these motherfucking orders ain't it mm-hmm. ain't it interesting like they don't never say this when it's time to bang on some black lives matter protests they'll never be like we refuse i don't care what the sheriff says i'm not arresting a single protester tonight nope no 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 black and brown people they going to jail they going to jail whether the governor or the mayor or whoever in office the sheriff even could be like don't we are gonna have a peaceful protest we're not gonna and then they fucking go out there and beat the shit out of people it is really interesting these motherfucking i ain't wearing a mask people they it's it's almost like because it they are bar lives matter white people come on they will not be fucked with hmm. you know don't let them do whatever the fuck they want to do and that's why Fourth of July numbers gonna go up across the whole state cause motherfuckers gonna get out there and pop fireworks and all types of shit. I mean, you still don't see a lot of like hands being thrown for all these mm-hmm. people that's like, I'm gonna cough on you. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm shopping at Whole Foods. Like, there's a privilege around these people that's just, it is, it is honestly intoxicating okay i want some it is i told you i told you it's a hell of a drug people it's i mean it's the high it's the highest of the highest drug that's why they shot sometimes when shit don't work their way they be like what nobody told me it must be so fucking good for these people to be like "Mm, oh my god oh i just want some of that i won't wear a mask like how good is your life that this is you left the house to cause this scene yes how good is your life you, you must not have nothing to, to do nothing else to do sal you're not worried about nothing you like i know i'm getting the hospital bed if something happened to me my white jeans is gonna take care of this oh my goodness mm, mm. to have good insurance huh montgomery city hey, council i don't always mean that you just white don't mean your insurance is good oh you right montgomery city council votes well they're using the insurance of whiteness okay they, they're like, okay from that you know oh what? okay not not blue cross and blue shield my da- okay okay I'm my daddy will take care of this hospital bill i'll be fine white cross white hood insurance <laughs> will take care of this i don't have to worry about it do you know who my father is do you know who my father is i'm not wearing a mask my father invented mask for you people <laughs> he was joe this is his trader joe's his name was joe joe <laughs> those are his cookies unhand me philistine 
that's that's i feel like that's this is nothing to do Mm-mm. like i there's not once have i thought man i'm sitting in my house chilling you know living a covid free life can't wait to go to the store without a mask and i hope i hope somebody say something right you know what they 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 walk in there but like i wish a motherfucker would like like that's right. their whole attitude this shit I is crazy the motherfucker would stop me for not wearing a mask right i oh i see the negroes are upset are they <laughs> well i don't listen to hip-hop but future was right mask off let's go <laughs> pull out your camera phones get a close-up like, i will strike a pose for you mm-hmm. time to act time for my moment time for my close-up mr deville my 15 seconds are now it's like it's a karen uh, it's like a karen emmy is gonna be given out next year she must be we don't like, know we, we don't know about it yeah but, we don't know Mm-mm. and now Mm-mm. for the next for the for the next award the best karen in public and it's just gonna come be on videos at karen at whole foods no you are not fucking marie die i'll kill you bitch ah! <laughs> mm. yes 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 <laughs> karen at the swimming pool no you better get away from here how dare you i went down with my mask at the swimming pool karen at the park he's trying to kill me he's trying to kill me he's gonna kill my dog oh it's a black man a big black man oh my god hurry police 911 karen who allegedly called someone a negro no no don't 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 fill my car no no get away no And the winner is for best Karen in a viral video. It goes to Karen at the Whole Foods. I I I, I would personally like to thank the Whole Foods staff for stopping me. I would like to thank the, the, the person who did the video. I, I just want to tell you, thank you. Couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> I'd like to thank my husband. Without him, I would not have even been able to summon, you know, the inspiration. You are my everything. You are my light. I'd like to thank my agent for representing me. I'd like to, no, don't play me off. I have more to say. Ah, you don't have to Fuck you, bitch. Oh, fuck everybody in here. I got all the words. No, I'm gonna say I won't leave. I'm not leaving. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So you're far too kind. Yes, we'll see you guys next year at uh, the next Karen Awards. I'll see you at Starbucks. Okay, <laughs> I'll be having meltdowns at Starbucks at the after party. Yes, and and uh, and uh, the this right here is for the the uh, ones that didn't involve weapons. You know, next year mm-hmm. I think we're going to add you know weapons. You know, people who like to point guns and things like that. But this year we we kept it clean. Montgomery City Council votes down mask ordinance and sends doctors out in disgust. Yeah. yeah doctors are like, our job is to save lives. Like, <clears throat> the fuck is this? Yep. I know doctors and, and scientists and people, I know they want to pull their hair out because they're like, 
this is common sense people are going to die like what you're doing is is totally counterproductive and i'm gonna have to be the one that's gonna have to deal with my hospitals getting overcrowded i'm gonna have, we're gonna have to be the people deciding between life and death they're not gonna they should be blaming you but the people are too dumb to blame you for making these decisions to put us in these situations they'll blame us for telling them that that your meatball papa whatever got to die now because of the decisions that were made three months ago yep the units are full with critically ill covid patients soliski said the doctor about 90 percent of them are black he said hospitals are able to manage for now but it's not sustainable this mass slows down 95 percent protection from something as easy as cloth if this continues the way it was going we will be overrun more doctors followed him to the microphone describing the dead being carried out within 30 minutes of each other and doctors being disturbed when people on the street asked them if the media is lying about the pandemic as part of a political ploy after they spoke and before the council voted uh on a proposal by councilman cc calhoun to mandate the mask wearing in public in montgomery councilman brantley lyons questioned whether mask and six foot distance really helps they do the doctors replied lines was unmoved at the end of the day if an illness of a pandemic comes through we do not throw our constitutional rights out of the window said lions what the fuck does a mask have to do with your constitutional rights from the crowd the doctors called for him to visit the hospital sometime instead the council killed the ordinance after it failed to pass in a 4-4 tie mostly along racial lines with councilman tracy larkin absence absent councilman clay mcginnis voted with three black council members calhoun oronde mitchell and audrey graham in favor of the ordinance lyons charles jenright richard bollinger and glenn pruitt voted against it right you ought to come to the hospital and see these people dying will you and, and, and but you know what they're so cold-hearted it, it won't matter it won't matter like like people a lot of those people that have made up their minds like that it would not matter what they see they have already determined that they don't give a fuck yeah you lost them at 90 percent of the people in the icu are black correct they don't care because they don't see them as human lives uh calhoun has proposed an ordinance punishable by a fine after a two-week surge in the recent COVID 19 montgomery county uh, uh cases uh rocketing into number one in alabama for a total number of cases past counties like mobile and jefferson that have over uh double the population tests are more than li- twice as likely to come back positive here so yep the doctors were of course uh they couldn't believe it uh let's see uh healthcare worker and 15 friends get coronavirus after going to a bar it was too soon to open she says no shit you work in the fucking field ma'am yeah it was too so yeah just because just because they open up the front door don't mean you need to walk through it there's a lot of doors open. oh white what are you talking about here yeah white she was white <clears throat> it's too soon to open up ma'am I you work in this coronavirus field. is causing some bars in jacksonville beach to close their doors this time voluntarily at least five remain closed today after customers tested positive for covid19 news for jack's reporter vic michelucci is joining us live from jack's beach where at one pub seven employ- employees excuse me are now infected vic <clears throat> 
Seven tested positive for COVID-19. 42 of them, their test results came back negative, Mary. And he says that this is an important thing to do. Obviously, we don't see the coronavirus, but now there are stricter measures. If you were to come back to Lynch's Irish Pub when it opens and at other establishments in this area. So this is a lesson for everyone, for all of us. Erica Crisp is not being shy about what she says happened to her and 15 of her friends. She tells us they all tested positive for coronavirus after a night out in Jacksonville Beach. They've all been stuck indoors for months, being careful, social distancing, doing everything the right way. And then the first night we go out, Murphy's Law, I guess. Eight days after showing symptoms, she's talking to us about how she caught the... Murphy's Law? She's a dumbass. Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law? Murphy's Law? Are you fucking serious? There's whatever can go wrong will go wrong, which is Murphy's Law. And then there's, I'm gonna jump into this shark's mouth, which is Jaws Law. This, this is, this is Jaws Law. You said, I'm going swimming at the beach where Jaws is seen. And then went, oh my God, sharks is out here eating people. This is crazy, y'all. Murphy's Law. Oh my God. Oh my God. We're going to die. We're going to die. <laughs> These motherfuckers. Because they don't care. Because the thing is, while you was doing what you were supposed to do, you were fine. She's like, the second we go out, yes, and that's the thing. People are so self centered that they like, eventually they break i mean it's, I, I was doing the thing the doctor told me to do to not get it and everything seemed to be fine correct and then i went and did the opposite of what the doctor said the and murphy's law you know shit happens <laughs> it's one in a million chance yeah now all my friends sick after showing symptoms she's talking to us about how she caught the sickness while she's still recovering telling us the common thread was they all met out at Lynch's Irish Pub on June the 6th. The only thing we have in common is that night at that one bar. After learning about the case... Did you not read? You are a nurse. Right, oh, that's, that's my whole thing. You're in this field. People come in with the virus all the time. You had to know you're a nurse. Cases general manager Keith Doherty closed shop. We can't guarantee that people aren't going to get sick because of the nature of this virus, but we're going to keep on top of what we can do to prevent things. 49 employees got tested. Seven came back positive and are in isolation. Over the weekend, a cleaning company sanitized Lynch's. It don't matter. All these cleaning companies are wasting their fucking time. Yes, they are. It don't matter. This isn't just a thing about whether or not you're clean. Human beings breathe this shit out. Yes, they do. If you're not wearing masks, it don't fucking matter. Mo not saying no one, but the vast majority of people that are catching this are not just, I put my hand on the surface and whoop de doo I touched my eye, now I got it. Most of these motherfuckers are just breathing in particles because they don't give a fuck someone don't give a fuck to breathe it out and another motherfucker don't give a fuck to breathe it in right that's and how that's what it how it's happening if you're wearing a mask at work we'd be fine but some places you can't just wear a mask these restaurants you can't just wear a mask you still breathing mm -mm -mm. lord jesus help him. from top to bottom and doherty says when he does decide to reopen again there's going to be hand sanitizer stations that was the worst thing the cdc fucked up when they told us that d just don't touch your face that we trying to so they were trying to conserve masks they fucked this whole thing up because now people think 
just washing your hands and mm-hmm. not touching your face it's is, breathing is, dog yeah. something you do is the problem is breathing this is managed everything is fucked right they should have told us the truth from the beginning wear a fucking mask yep everything is fucked so all right let's go to the next one um um what was it oh COVID 19 risk ranked grocery stores are among the least likely places that you would get uh the virus well yeah especially now that they got people masked up and cleaning everything and watching each other and shit like that i mean people probably more likely to be on their best behavior and then you're you know hopefully social distancing i've seen all the different signage and stuff they're putting on the floor yeah one way up one way a lot of them do yeah. uh i know the the publics do like a one way up one way down one way in one way out yeah, yeah one way you can only go in one side you can go only go out one side there's somebody there wiping everything down yeah uh, everyone has a mask yeah and they're giving masks to customers who don't have a mask right so it's <clears> one of those <throat> things where particularly since they made in the mecklenburg county where you have to wear a mask. We went out the other day, and it was literally 100%. You didn't see nobody without a mask on, except for the brother that was leaving. Yeah. Um, I saw, well, we were in the parking lot, and that dude was leaving. He had on a mask, but he took it off when he was leaving. Mm-hmm. But D, I swear to God, I'm not making this up, y'all. He licked his phone. Mm-hmm. Well, when is that ever the move? like like that's not a COVID 19 thing that's just like a general like who the fuck licks a phone thing i don't even know what you lick a phone for they get your clean the screen clean probably oh god for real oh mm-hmm. yeah no Smooth, like it's smudge wipe that on a shirt or something some people do do that yes. who licks the fucking phone i i couldn't believe it when i saw it. i was like well, outside, nah, I outside is gonna that. be covered covid <laughs> he licked the fucking phone put it right on his face maybe he know he already got it i don't know <laughs> i don't know anyway uh saddle up we're in the wild west uh, phase of COVID 19 blah 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 let's get to um to avoid the daily disease scientists say people should consider five risks before they venture out including proximity to people the likelihood others will practice safe behavior that's the killer indoors or out exposure time and personal health risk um until we have a vaccine we're going to have to move forward with risk reduction strategies uh because you can't keep the economy on hold forever you can't keep people's lives on hold forever places where people gather in mass to let loose are more likely to be crawling with coronavirus uh large concerts and bars both rank nine on the risk fact uh risk scale of one to ten no shit well it's ten right uh <laughs> okay so i don't see any tens on here what is okay. ten like fucking somebody with covid like <laughs> What is, what is the 10? What's 10 just going? Yeah, 10 is. Directly in their face. French kissing somebody while they're on the, in ICU. Uh, that's 10. Uh, yeah, so 9. Oh, I guess they have like little numbers next to them. Okay. Um, so we know 9 is with bars and, and, uh, uh, well, bars. Yeah, bars and, uh. And going to the, to concerts. Okay. So that's 9. Number 8 is the gym. And them gym gym rats are like i got to be in there sports stadiums gyms amusement parks churches and buffets is eight yeah like i'm sorry gym rats you know if you can afford it i know some gym rats are like hey i, I if i got the space they're making their own gyms now they're like well, some people that. doing like push-ups and all that type of shit yoga at home mm-hmm. to go for a run you know number uh risk factor seven public pools 
i know people that think they should still be able to do the public pool i i don't that's a weird one to Mm me Mm -mm. you know i don't i don't i don't know i don't know enough about it but i don't i don't think the doctors think it's a good idea no uh movie theaters hair salons and barbershops are six a six risk factor that's the main thing these motherfucking white people ready to die over Mm-hmm. uh number five planes beaches bowling alleys and backyard barbecues those are risk factor five. Oh, excuse me and for some of those um particularly uh planes they said like some of the major plane people are like we're going back to full capacity why nigga why why yeah i really thought planes would be higher on the list uh risk factor number four busy city sidewalks and dentist offices oh yeah i'm not going to the dentist nah. unless i have an emergency all my appointments have been uh canceled yeah uh, brush and floss and then yeah. we'll see what happens when me, this is over me and all my tartar and plaque the people called me back because they had canceled mm-hmm. like two or three times so i was like okay cool she called back though uh we got a uh, um some spots up but they limited i I didn't call her. I said, like, no, me and the, the plaque and the tartar, we're going to be best friends for however long this takes. It's no. Gonna be just like the limited in the mall because I ain't going to be there. No, I'm not. Risk factor three, libraries and museums, grocery stores, hotels, and golf courses. Well, I will go to the grocery store like once a week, mask up, all that stuff. Um, I don't think I would go to a library or museum, but, <clears throat> you know, if I had to, I guess, just long as they're doing social distancing side um risk because i'm assuming these are places you're not planning on being there for long risk factor number two pumping gas walking running and biking yeah these are all activities i'm cool with because with pumping gas i'm just not gonna touch my face like yeah just pump that gas and then motherfucking nothing touches me in my face until i'm home washing my hands dog Mm mm-hmm uh and number one restaurant takeout and tennis a lot of people taking up tennis my girl bossy doing tennis now yay tennis is fun i took tennis in college yeah i've been seeing people picking up tennis so um basketball wasn't even on the list i'm assuming it's at number 10 yeah football Mm -hmm. particularly in type of uh, tackle football Mm -hmm. all right let's get into some other news that was some good coronavirus news to keep y'all informed um let's see here where should we start uh oh we got interview on crowdcast we did uh believe you can go to uh i'll put the link in the show notes but blog.crowdcast.io um it's called going live how three creators grow thriving audiences with live video so uh kieran uh interviewed us kieran ty uh and put this piece out and there's some quotes in there from us in it um so hopefully you guys uh like that and check it out um like i said i'll make sure to put it in the show notes a new study finds women are less likely to date men who pose with cats in their dating profile what's wrong with men having cats i don't know maybe they see he already getting some pussy they like why would i even be able to i don't know honestly i don't i don't want to be the side piece uh yeah 708 women between ages 18 and 24 well i mean number one that's your problem 18 and 24 those are pretty immature ladies okay 
you're talking to some pretty i mean that's give you know i feel like if uh, the people the women in my age group probably don't give a fuck anymore Mm-mm. not you know if you're like 40 still being like shallow as fuck about a nigga owning a cat then you know get out of the yeah, game what the fuck yeah because when you're younger boy you have some unreally sh- you better not gain three pounds well i think when you're 18 24 for a woman it's just you're stupid like most people yeah like everybody's stupid at 18 yes 24. they are so you know you, you think stupid shit and then you have to unlearn all that you know because if you're 18 to 24 as a woman you're like this nigga own a cat <laughs> i'm i would never it's like well you know it's like i say a, a vagina is like a lottery ticket okay for a lot of people you want to go for the high risk you know high return when you're early earlier in the game later in the game you can do all that settling shit but you know little nitpicky shit like he own a cat maybe you are out with 18 to 24 year olds i don't know but you know i feel like at 35 it's like this clock is ticking niggas let's go i don't give a fuck about no cats are you the cat lady like do you own 90 cats then it's not a problem right then then we might have to have a discussion yeah it's like shannon sharp once you get to like 35 like there ain't no problem (laughs) (laughs) no problem like i own a cat is there gonna be a problem not unless i'm allergic right let's go uh the women were asked to rate the men on several attributes including perceived personality perceived masculinity or femininity perceived dateability with scientists asking directly if each participant would consider dating the man in the photo for a short or long-term period men holding cats were viewed as less masculine more neurotic agreeable and open and less dateable so they were considered agreeable and open and, and still took that out you're young and dumb you know how rare it is to find a man who's agreeable and open yes yeah yeah that- <laughs> young people have unrealistic expectations i need a masculine disagreeable closed motherfucker okay that's what gets me wet i don't blame you these results vary slightly depending on whether the women self-identified as dog person or cat person when the women were shown a cat free picture 38 percent of the women said they were likely to very likely to casually date the man in the photo while 37 percent said they would consider a serious relationship with the man meanwhile nine percent of the women said they would never consider getting involved with him however when shown a photo with that man same man holding the cat categories dropped to only 33 percent of women and percentage of women who said they would not get involved rose to 14 damn five five percentage point swing on that shit uh researcher says their findings are likely the result of cultural stereotypes about cat and dog owners yeah i'm sure um so yeah well good luck to everybody out there in the dating game okay mm-hmm. we can't all be jada um <laughs> all right let's see what else i'm gonna do uh let's get into some fucking with black people <laughs> we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're, we're just, just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe and we find different articles make us feel fucked with the weird side point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right <clears throat> terry cruz you didn't do something else 
terry cruz warns black lives matter could morph into black lives better Mm, okay i see okay thank you okay who keeps talking this is what we've been needing a, a prominent black voice to say uh if you're a child of god you are my brother and sister he tweeted i have family of every race creed and ideology um we must ensure that hashtag black lives better black lives matter doesn't morph into hashtag black lives better uh of course he was criticized by a lot of people after that because mm-hmm, you don't understand the meaning Mm-hmm. i know he was against black supremacy last week um so he said that and then he went on Roland Martin's show and opened up about receiving backlash. He says, look, black people must be allowed to have other views. Uh, he started by stating his love of his people and the Black Lives Matter movement, but then went on to say that the organization is not inclusive of other cultures. Despite, <laughs> despite racial equality protests involving all races and cultures across the world, the star believes that the movement does not include everyone this is like a third reconstruction and this reconstruction has to include every voice in america everybody has to be included cruz also shared that he was disappointed that he did not receive an invite to the bet awards due to his standpoints i guess he means like a zoom invite because it's not like anyone got an invite uh it should be okay for black people to be different and have other views in our community you have to be one way swinging fighting and punching and i am not that dude what uh probably he must follow a lot of angry people online i i don't know i mean hmm you know now that you brought that up it could be something to deal with that mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that's why he's responding the way he's responding he, he has did, to be online he did initially get that introduction um to uh black twitter mm-hmm. from um that group of people that aren't really um you know they they don't really fuck with him mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like they use him as an avatar yeah like they do and they else. are that is an angry group of people like yes, that sir. is you know they had his back but not really had his back mm-hmm. and then when they turned the term was swift and it was strong yeah so i guess you could make the argument that um and that might be why he feels the way he does because he's not really learning and right. or educating himself and any education he's getting is based off of these people and they're everywhere like like right. they're not consistent on anything yeah he said i was scared he said um and our community got to be one way swinging fighting and punching i'm not that dude and to add this rant he said he never feared the kkk when he was younger instead he was scared of his own community i was scared of that gang member i was scared of that drug dealer that i had to walk through to get to my school uh that's a more fancy what about black on black crime why couldn't you be scared of both is my question i was about to say that like both Mm, but you know all right what would you give zero to a hundred oh him
this this a catch twenty two. I, I, it's one of those things where I almost give it a zero because it's like one of those things where I really don't. It's like who keep putting the microphone in your face and you keep putting these statements out there. Like I really don't care, but at the same time, the shit you say is so egregious that I'm like, oh, what the fuck wrong with you? Well, Roland Martin put the mic in his face. He's tweeting, and everybody replies to it. It does feel like one of those things where we ignored him. It just like he knows what he's doing. I feel like he's about to make that hill turn, and where we're gonna look up, he's gonna be on Fox News. Or he's gonna take Jason Whitlock's spot at the the top coon in charge or whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, and it's, it's gonna be because of our backlash to him constantly elevating him to some level of importance that he's never actually achieved this is not a thoughtful man this is not a uh scholar when it comes to race it's not even a man that talked about race before the uh stuff with the sexual assault shit like you know i I don't really necessarily see why we have to give him so much uh so much room you know what i mean because he what has he done to deserve any level of room like you know so to i guess to me yes yeah, it's, it's kind of like i can't really it's more annoying than anything right so i, I right. still give it something i think it's like a t- at least a 25 because it's definitely annoying and yeah, yeah. it's no, mostly I annoying that. i just hate that he bothers black people so much because mm-hmm. then we end up having this thing where we, we got to talk about what terry cruz said but terry cruz ain't an activist he's not a like he's this isn't even his lane he don't care about this mm-hmm you know and and i know what he's doing he's using white fear you know to to say like the black people gonna take all your stuff the black people they they want black supremacy and that's you know that's what the white people you know that hate black people want to think is we're out here secretly trying like we're fucking uh show enough and the last dragon trying to get total supremacy and that's not what any of us want. Mm-hmm. We just want you to leave us alone. Yeah, that's it. We just want to live. That's it. Just leave. if you y'all would leave us alone, our lives would be great. Not trying funny. Don't even care about you being racist. Just be racist over there among your own people. Right. Um. All right. Let's see. Um. How about this one? YouTube demonetizes three of Shane Dawson's accounts after he apologized for controversial videos, uh, where he sexualized Willow Smith and used the n-word and wore black face i'm assuming he white yes he uses white okay um youtube have per- temporarily demonetized three of his accounts uh the company confirmed that they were suspending dawson's ability to profit off his youtube videos in a statement uh to tube filter on tuesday despite the fact dawson had already issued an apology for his offensive behavior youtube did not say how long they're gonna do it but said it would be indefinite but not permanent dawson videos are streamed more than 45 million times a month allowing him to make hundreds of thousands of dollars through advertising the 31 year old the 31 year old has an estimated net worth of 12 million dollars see this is the thing youtube started off this platform with this white man type of mentality Mm -hmm. of freedom of speech and so they also are in it for profit Mm -hmm. and what happens is you can't really do freedom of speech and for profit at the same time because what happens is that you're saying racist people come monetize this racist person and by the act of monetizing them by the act of supporting them 
your platform now supports white supremacy yeah it's you now rampant su- over there yeah. like you now support racism you now support homophobia and trans you support it because what you're really saying is we wanted to make money we get a cut of the money that this person makes mm-hmm. a cut of the ad money and you're one of our biggest accounts we don't care how you got there come on that, we, we, that's what it means when you start with that freedom of speech bullshit we don't care the money justify the ends justify the means and then you get there and now you want to play these games in our face like oh we're not about racism we we'll put a warning before the video we'll demonetize three of his accounts well you're also now signing these people to to exclusive deals with youtube yes you are so now you can't pretend that you don't have a hand in it like the fact that you that these videos existed before this moment before the new you know uh movement uh where black people can bring up gripes means that y'all y'all knew these problems existed and you never told them hey you can't do that anymore you can't do this take this shit down right and i think the thing that frustrates me is that they constantly let them do what they want to but everybody else get rules and regulations mm-hmm. all the black and brown the other people you're constantly finding ways to get as many of them off of it where you can monetize less and less and less of them uh, uh left and right though Right. lgbtq people they were remember when they were cla- them off. they were classifying their videos as adult sexual content just because they were talking about hey i'm you know i'm gay i'm a lesbian i'm bisexual whoa 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 we don't want the kids to see this get the fuck off the platform but this dude can come out and do blackface and it's like hey we gotta we look we can't not give him a platform uh yeah i guess this is his blackface uh yeah these are not good um did he was he even trying um yeah so uh um he he pretended to masturbate in front of a poster of her when she was age 11 years old willow smith what as a joke i guess uh the video is coming from a place of just wanting to own up to my shit he said uh wanting to own up to everything i've done on the internet that has hurt people that has added to the problem that has not been handled well i don't know who that person is anymore dawson went on i have done a lot of things in my past that i hate that i wish i could make go away that i tried to make go away by deleting videos or untagging my instagram literally doing whatever i can to pretend those things didn't happen he stated dawson has been blasted after the video resurfaced of him pretending to masturbate in front of a poster of willow smith who was just age 11 years old at the time you know what else is wild this was at a time where people as big as the internet is people just did not see it as a thing that was forever Mm-mm. no they didn't they thought this is a funny gag and if i don't want people to talk about it i'll just go ahead and delete it you know and it's like no as someone's recording it someone's archiving this it's someone's gonna have this uh willow's mother jada pinkett smith tweeted on monday to shane dawson i'm done with the excuses uh old older brother jada smith also took the social media and said shane dawson i'm disgusted by you you sexualizing an 11 year old girl who happens to be my sister Ooh, a lot of exclamation points it's the furthest thing from funny and not okay in the slightest bit and but another this might tweet, be the first time they're seeing it too possibly right, right because everybody bringing up the receipts the whole thing in another tweet he added this man was doing blackface on the regular as a youth we need to support creators who support us and our morals this is not okay 
in his apology video last friday dawson also addressed that he regrets all the racism that he put into the internet which included satirical depictions of african-americans asians and mexicans blackface was something that i did a lot he said yeah that's how you made your money you was okay with it and so were you there was no excuse for it i didn't do the work i didn't look into the history of it and that's why it's so wrong and why people were so upset i can't even imagine what it would be like to be black and see this whole see this white fucking guy or is he saying the f word guy is he gay is that i don't know why why he said that this white i guess white fucking guy do blackface and the whole internet at the time being like lol that's insane i'm so sorry i should lose everything for that he remarked (laughs) but i won't then talking about the issue of the n-word he said his sketches promoted the normalization of the epithet me as a white person wearing a wig playing a character doing stereotypes and then saying the n-word is something that i should have probably lost my career for at the time there's no amount of apologizing that could take it away earlier this week another youtube star yeah youtube the youtube movement the black people been getting them up out of there yeah because they like youtube y'all make it so can't nobody else make money with them so fuck them and of course people have been complaining about these motherfuckers for years yes, and nothing's been happening and so now everyone's trying to clean up the room before mom comes home and they're and they're getting rid of people that they never would have fucking got rid of in the past they, they're the, uh, and a lot of their fans a lot of black and brown peoples have to particularly if they are any uh notable side notable they're any have any size they have to turn around and turn off their remarks and shit like that because nigger 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 doxing you and shit like that like that's the shit that a lot of the black and brown and lgbtq people have to deal with on their side and because the platform never took a stand you right. end up here because what could have happened in a in a time machine you know you hop in the time machine to go back you take the people that do racist shit off of youtube then you don't have the people that leave racist comments on black people's uh stuff mm-hmm. on your site because you made it an environment where they felt like supported as 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 racist. They were like, we can do this here, you know. Um, yeah, and uh, and yeah. So Jenna Marbles, she had apologized to her 20 million followers for past videos in which she seemed mocking black rapper Nicki Minaj and spoofing Asians. And an 11 minute clip titled "I'm gonna tell you right now, 20 minute apology." 11 minute apology i know a lot of black folks want apologies a bunch of different ways all i know is this if your skill is making viral youtube videos your apology need to be short where's the editing okay let's get it going you do this for a living okay a minute 30 seconds tops i know you know all them algorithms over there Come on. Uh, <laughs> i know these i know these these motherfucking apologies sobering and shit let me see 20 20 minutes are you just repeating yourself hi If you've been watching me for a while, then you know that I have done a lot of things in my past that I hate, that I wish I could make go away, that I try to make go away by uh, deleting videos or untagging my... Imagine you just click on this channel to see funny videos and then this nigga doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, come on, man! What a blackface! What's happening? You know, you know they mad. Probably all kind of angry comments. You don't need to apologize, right? Getting older now, I'm realizing yeah, it's are like we, are you, showing you can apologize. Oh, I thought I was. No, you're not. Oh, I must took it off. Sorry about that, y'all. Mm. Can't get spicy over there. Oh, no problem. I apologize, but you can't expect the other person to just forgive you. Like that's that's doesn't make any sense. So I think this video for me is more about just saying everything I want to say 
and ways that I want to help be a part of a change and not be a part of a problem, which is what I've been a part of. So I'm going to start with all the racism that I put onto the internet as a adult, not a child. I was at least 20 when I started YouTube and I made the decision to play stereotypes of black people or Asian people or Mexicans or uh, pretty much every race I... I don't even be... You know, I'm sure it's just me. It might not just be me. I don't even want these apologies. Like Actions. Your your actions mean something. I don't even care about that. Like, either go away or just stop doing it. I don't know, but it's probably just me. I think I'm just apologied out. Get get them if you want them. If if it make you feel better as a black person to see these shits, but I I just I've never really seen any black people be like, "What a great apology!" I'm so glad they did. This. No, nothing they're gonna do is ever gonna be enough. So it's just one of those things. But for a lot of people, they go, "I'm not gonna waste my time apologizing because nothing I say is going to be sufficient." I wouldn't even want it. It's not even, and I'm not saying it from an angry place or like Mm-mm. I don't want it because I hate you. I just don't want it because I like who gives a fuck you did the shit we all know you did the shit you know don't don't do it no more move the fuck on like that's how i feel about it but you know i just think i'm just scared this is gonna become black supremacy okay what yes this is the kind of thing that leads to black lives better no i'm just kidding i just (laughs) but no i just don't i just don't i don't know i just like i don't I'm not listening to a 20 minute apology or mm-hmm. 11 minute. Guess one. what? And neither are the people that, that, that come for the other shit. They're not listening to this either. Yeah. And I, and, and it's probably also, I didn't grow up with these people. So, mm-hmm. you know what? I, maybe people did need to hear it. I, I didn't grow up on YouTube people like right. this. We, mi- we missed so it, that generation. It could yeah. be that, like, if I've watched this person and maybe I like them and they've been doing this shit for years and they did some bad videos back in the day. Because one thing I think that we don't appreciate enough, um, cause everybody's such a, uh, most people are on a moral high ground mostly because no one's ever gonna like look through their past for anything but um i think people don't appreciate enough is that people fuck up and they fuck up on some near and dear topics to your heart but everyone fucks up on those things if you have an impulse to entertain people over the course of your life you're gonna go over the line at some point and if not then you probably not very funny or good at what you do Mm-mm. that's just the truth of the matter is the reason people are good is because they find the line and they go right up to it and they fuck with you a little bit and then they hop back over and they're like i'm just fucking with y'all you know mm-hmm. like that's what makes that's what sep- to me anyway that's what separates the best people from the, the the hacks you know i don't want there's all kinds of comedians where i might agree with how they feel about things but they're not funny Mm-mm. And it's a bunch of motherfuckers I don't agree with the point they're trying to make, but I'm like, the way you're presenting this is hilarious. Yes. You know, so it just, like, I think on the internet that, that is lost in translation purposely, by the way, purposefully. Yes, sir. Because the va- we see through the follower counts and the money that the vast majority of human beings are capable of taking a stick out of their ass and laughing at some shit. But the thing for me is, right now is this moment where black people are kind of finally being heard so we want to make sure that there's a zero tolerance policy i saw something on twitch where they're trying to make uh ninja's wife there's three clips of her saying the n-word but all three of the clips are her rapping along to some video some rapper like she's just sitting on twitch listening to music when did twitch become this i know i sound old what the fuck happened to twitch 
thought, thought y'all was niggas supposed to be playing video games. games that's what i thought twitch was for no i haven't seen a nigga play a video game in so long all the clips don't, are just don't people do podcasts and stuff over there now it's like instagram live over there now i don't know what oh, the fuck okay. happened to twitch twitch is just twitch is twitch tv for real now like yeah, it's not kind of competition for you too you yeah, yeah like so this video had nothing to do with this woman playing no video games she is sitting there in like a wig and some shades dancing rapping along to drake and shit and i saw people floating the videos and they were like she said the n-word and i was thinking like oh shit um, let me hit play on this i don't know some mess <laughs> well don't mind if i do and i hit play and she was rapping along and she just didn't cut the nigga part out of the song like you know like like uh if it was like oh like the song was saying it yeah if it's like nothing can stop me i'm all the way up nigga i'm all the way up like she would just rap along with it that way and people was like see we caught her i'm like y'all niggas are really trying to get the technical foul on these niggas okay these niggas are not high quality niggas i'm not saying you can't be mad that do you whatever you want to believe in your house i just don't like ticky tack niggas okay i like my niggas to be flagrant fouls okay i want to see no blood no foul on these niggas for me didn't move me at all would not cancel her would not even give her a zero wouldn't give up if we were doing measurements of like just ones and twos and shit on fuckable black people i wouldn't have gave her a one that don't bother me at all don't do it around me but do you think i'm stupid enough to think when white people be listening to these rap songs with nigga in it they be skipping over it Mm-mm. it's maybe the vegans but not no regular ass everyday white person so anyway that 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 didn't bother me but shit like this where they did blackface and stuff it's just hard to believe that a motherfucker like this uh is truly sorry in this type of way i just feel like this is the moment where we're letting people do confessions like a catholic church like you come confess your sins and it's like i too have said nigga or whatever and then we're they're doing these long ass like and then august 27th and i said nobody's it again. gonna watch or listen then i did another video august the 27th but later in the afternoon i said it another time and that one was in blackface and yeah so i don't know i guess i'm glad youtube is taking some money away mm-hmm. i guess that's good but. but what i wish they would do was take it and turn around and uh put it into black creatives and lgbtq mm-hmm. and brown and other creatives but they're probably not gonna do that they just we just taking your money away yeah i just say why can't you just but i, I don't know maybe i'm asking too much because i don't know the rules over there with youtube but just de-platform the motherfucker too much money involved that's why they say it's i temporary. mean y'all the ones that make them stars it's your platform yeah, they, they like i don't that's what it is okay talking through it i think i figured it out this doesn't bother me because this is an individual white person talking about oh my god i was racist Mm -hmm. that doesn't bother me at all because i expect white people at a high percentage to be racist right even joking whatever it's gonna slip out i think if the platform said we had a zero tolerance for racism platform that would solve the problem yes if they were somewhere being like no blackface like not we're not when we see a backlash we're gonna be upset from jump 
don't get on our platform playing them fucking racist games they, everything else they flag you right. and turn your shit off and mute your video and, and make right. it useless left and right now, now that he has a following he's probably more uncancelable like yes he can find another person that place that will platform him he can go to a facebook he can go mm-hmm. to a mixer they don't want to lose him the competition. Or whatever right right so now you made him too big mm-hmm. to truly do anything about you even in your threat we're gonna do it indefinitely but not forever don't leave don't log out don't deactivate we know what indefinitely means we know that could be anywhere between three minutes and 24 hours or next week so i'm talking about solutions so if you want to if you want to give me i think what will bother me about this is not the individual person the the platform youtube Mm -hmm. give me a solution tell me why this will never happen again don't tell me we we're punishing him for doing it tell me why he should never have been able to upload it tell me how he should not have an account anymore tell me how the next accountability and they don't want to how do you stop the next person you know what i mean because that because that's the only thing that's gonna make me care you're right because if there's no real repercussions why i'm not getting upset i'm not raising Mm -hmm. my blood pressure Mm -hmm. for some shit that's not gonna ever take place real shit to be mad about and this ain't it yeah so anyway zero to a hundred oh this this gets zero I, i don't know who that white man is yeah i i'm fucked with because it made me think about what youtube should be doing so i'm gonna give it a fucking uh hundred it's it's not really about him anymore i don't know him and you're right i don't really is youtube's not my thing i'm sure he's a terrible person or whatever i don't care but yeah that motherfucking the fact that you have the platform and you're the same motherfuckers that can like get somebody out of there for immediately if you hear music in their clip right they can you can find that in a second and get them the fuck out of the great algorithm you mean tell me y'all can't do a blackface algorithm something that will, that will get people off 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 out the paint right so this is a great moment of reckoning where these motherfuckers have to like reconcile with the shit they've done so i guess that's good um all right all right what were you gonna say oh, i'm about to say and also it's one of those things too i gave him zero because i don't know who he is and i don't care but it's one of the things, it's not like the things he does doesn't bother me. I, I've just learned over time, everything can't, you can't put your effort into every little thing that happens. You drive yourself nuts. So sometimes you got to fucking tap out. And this is my one where I go, I, I, I don't have the energy or the effort. It don't mean it don't bother me. It don't mean I don't care. It's just for the fact that this is the one I'm like, y'all got it. Y'all go burn it down. Not me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you don't owe anybody. The only thing we do on here is tell the truth. Right. You know, the other reason that, that I think me and you won't get bothered by it is because I don't have any illusions about what we do. Like, we've been making jokes and entertaining people for over 10 years. There's no fucking way every single episode, every single topic, every single clip is some shit I look back on and be like, oh, yeah, that was great. Like, I stand by that. You know, um, even with, um, some of the wokest people I know used to be fucking hotels. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they woke now. They just didn't have a YouTube channel back in the day where they could be talking about, I don't know, kings and queens and mm-hmm. whatever else bullshit hotels be talking about. Like, I, you know, it's, I just think a lot of us are fortunate to not have our every moment fucking broadcast and out for scrutiny. And Agreed. the thing for these white people is that you wrote it to success and you couldn't have known you were going to be successful at it Mm -hmm. you wrote it to success and you 
don't report to anyone you don't have an hr there's no you know there's no pr staff to tell you like okay we got to cut that out we have a best practices you're out here freestyling it and what the fuck do you think white people gonna freestyle the same thing that happens when men are freestyling and it gets very misogynistic all of a sudden and you know when when uh like it's just everybody does it but it's just easier to rain down judgment on an individual person (laughs) but the i like the idea of just the one person as the problem with racism is one of the reasons racism will always be able to persist and change is Mm because we keep thinking if we get this one youtuber no youtube.com system needs to make a change period that would fix all this shit we wouldn't even talk about this anymore Mm -hmm. it'd just be like hey we kicked this person off the platform what happened they did blackface good job youtube thumbs up appreciate to keep doing it you know like motherfuckers gonna be on youtube all day anyway it don't matter if these people there yeah and also uh another reason why the karen isn't the same either because you bought the point i miss that youtube generation like i i i I, i'm of an age where when youtube really start cracking i didn't watch the videos like that like it Mm -hmm. actually took me a while to start using youtube i mean in a bad way but i more use youtube for like hair tutorials how to do something i don't actually have like my favorite creator that i watch or have been watching for years or decades and have this camaraderie i don't have a something you know because a lot of people have become so famous off of youtube they do tours and all types of shit off off of their growth from youtube and because i miss that i don't i don't have that same connection eight minority corrections officers filed discrimination lawsuit claiming they were not allowed to guard Derek chauvin um according to the new york post eight minority corrections officers have filed a discrimination lawsuit against minnesota's department of human resource human rights claiming that they were barred from guarding the former police officer Derek chauvin that is the man who uh killed george floyd mm, okay he was detained at the ramsey county jail for the murder of george floyd days after the video footage captured him kneeling his knee in floyd's neck for nearly nine minutes initially the former officer was charged with third degree murder and manslaughter but the charges were then upgraded to second degree murder the racial description some people want first degree murder but for legal i'm not a lawyer but i don't think we're gonna get that the racial discrimination charges alleged that all correctional officers of color were sent to another floor upon his arrival and a supervisor told one of the officers that due to their race it would be a liability to have them around shove in I understood that the decision to segregate us has been had been made because we could not be trusted to carry out our work responsibilities professionally around the high profile inmate solely because of the color of our skin said one black star- sergeant i'm not aware of a similar situation where officers were segregated from an inmate he added i think they deserve to have employment decisions made based on performance of behavior said uh bonnie smith who's their attorney she told the paper the main goal is to make sure this never happens again Oh, that's not just that's racist. Yeah. Like they're professionals. You, you, what, what do you think they're gonna wild out? Did they do this shit all day, every day? Yeah, uh, Dracaris, and uh, I have a few things to say about this. Mm-hmm. Number one, this reminds me so much of black juries and black judges and uh, like black lawyers and stuff like that, and how they get frozen out of the system you know black like the system it that the solution is we need to have more black people integrated into it they move around the black people there mm-hmm. anyway 
like in let it like if, if they even if they indoctrinate you into the system they still move around you and go no no no, no. we can't have a black juror judge a, co- a case about race we need to move the venue we don't need this judge oh you know okay this judge judged uh they this black person got the case and they judged this thing against the racist person um let's vacate that judgment let's go ahead and vacate that let's overrule that black judges get their st- judgments overruled uh at a clip much higher than white people yeah, okay? and, even, and even if they reverse it it's just the fact that they did it in the first place yeah but that's that's a problem right um so that's another black officers could not arrest white people uh yeah. when 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 black officers were first uh integrated into the force right nope so that's a big one for me is the 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 way that the, this is another part in which the racist system goes around even the black people that they have let into the system mm-hmm. the second thing why couldn't those black officers oversee this white man who had done a heinous thing because the black officers were somehow the officers of color because i don't think they were the only black people were uh were gonna be too emotionally invested to keep their hands off of this person so or be professional about it right that's what they're telling us is that they were they weren't going to be able to do that um so then what about the white officers that oversee the prisons that are stuffed with a vast majority of over representation of black people what about those officers those white officers that go oversee black bodies every single day but they can do their jobs they can do their job professionally a system that brutalizes us that incarcerates us at a much higher rate a system that abuses us physically at a much higher rate a, a system that refuses to take care of us at a much higher rate doesn't even meet the basic needs of these fucking incarcerated people Mm-mm. but white officers are never barred from doing anything no one said hey we can't let you watch oj simpson like that whiteness has carte blanche whiteness has access to every part of america including our bodies that that that's another thing that bothered me you know the third thing is if you're saying the black officers who are unprofessional when it comes to race right they they can watch all the other people the white officers they're always professional of course so it doesn't matter what the case is about they can watch everybody right but what are you afraid that the officers are going to do to the white inmate what are you afraid is going to happen to to Chauvin Chauvin or Chauvin whatever his name is what are you afraid is going to happen to him that he will be abused and that there will be no repercussions because essentially a guard or a group of guards has run of the prison and there's nothing anyone can do if they want to abuse you in that moment so you are this is a tacit admission of the real purpose of these prison guards and the real authority of these prison guards is to be able to abuse with no true repercussion that's what you're saying you're going by their quote-unquote professionalism to not abuse people well black people been in there talking about all these stories of abuse mm-hmm. you know other day i read a story where they let a 17 year old trans girl die in a cell because she choked on her own vomit they they laughed and they wouldn't go in there and take care of her so you're telling me that these people can be cruel they can be abusive 
and they can physically assault people without repercussion so the only way you can intervene is to not let that person in the room in the first place they'd be like you can't guard here right that's what they're saying so then this is this is a person so this gets to point number four but just basically saying the purpose the 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 one of the one of the perks of this job is beating these people and doing and treating them unfairly mm-hmm. okay okay here's the fourth thing and i believe this is the final thing you think the white guards can treat this man with professionalism the black guards cannot because the black guards have race the brown guards have race and that is too big a bridge to have the commonality or define the uh professionalism to do your job right that's what he's saying that's mm-hmm. what he's saying mm-hmm. so you are saying by this that white guards at your prison have more in common with this man who nailed on the neck of someone for eight minutes and 46 seconds mm-hmm. you're saying that this these guards have more in common with this murderer the prison could be full of murderers it could be full of whatever but you're like no 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 no. we don't need to keep anyone separate from those people but i do expect the white guards to find some level of camaraderie to summon the uh the humanity the empathy to treat this man with at least the professionalism that we're supposed to treat everyone with and i only think other white people can do that unbiased that is our unbiased Mm -hmm. system Mm -hmm. that the black people are biased the white people are not they can do the job right like that's that's what they that's the trick they tell you the trick that they tell you a system that incarcerates 40 percent at a 40 we make up 40 percent of people in these prisons but we like 12 13 percent of the population right we make up 40 percent of the but we're the biased ones when it comes to race white people are not biased at all 40 percent of black people should be in this system or whatever like this system should be comprised of 40 percent black people that is us being unbiased as white people that's what they tell us so this one this is a dracarys because it's everything that's wrong with this system you know it's why people want the shit abolished it's why people don't want to defund it Agreed. it's why people don't want it privatized Mm-mm. like because at the end of the day something that's rotten to the core you can't just fucking flip a switch and fix it no. there's no bias. what bias training are we going to give the supervisor who says black people are biased by their very nature of being black so the only unbiasedness the, we, the only bias training we got is uh white officers can can take care of this white man they'll make sure he's you know get three hots in a cot so yeah that's what bothered the shit out of me i'm glad we waited to talk about it so i could organize my thoughts but yeah piece of shit um so i hope they win that lawsuit too yeah it's it's it's, so it's stupid it's just one of those things i don't even feel good if they win it because it's still shouldn't have had to do it's still prison it's still fucking prison this is what we have this is what passes for justice here this is an admission of everything wrong with that system whether they win the lawsuit or not this is an admission that the system is just about abusing people Mm -hmm. that it's just a system of like uh you know uh of punishment is no none of us is worried about justice or rehabilitation the whole fucking thing is just a setup you know so um 
obviously i don't give a fuck about this chauvin dude and if he dies or whatever he dies but the point of uh the point where where even within this system you are you can't even pretend to be right you can't even pretend to be unbiased or not racist that that's that's the part it gets to me all right let's see what else we got here um uh, let's do some uh, guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is racist all right let's do some guessing actually you know what saying that song for nothing i don't feel like doing no guess the race y'all let's do some white people news okay all right let's uh let's mix it up um we haven't done this in a long time Screw me over 
Sykes and Charles Jones. Okay, acoustic cover. Y'all come can through. Sing. Come through allies on the beat. Okay, I see the whites. Come on. The, on the instrumentals. Uh of course we got this. back there uh doing the with the xylophones. So all kinds of shit was back there. They killed that. That's what I love that. Mm, mm, finally mm. a good one. Yeah, it it, it rivals the original, and I like right. the original. Right. At first, I was like, "This ain't better than the original." But once she started singing, I was like, "Oh yes, yeah, I see where they were going with this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody was talking. Somebody was talking about the mic. Yeah, who the microphones? Them mm-hmm. some good mics. Uh, that's y'all's man. Why? Uh, you know, it's white people news, so we gotta talk about Trump. Oh my God, I haven't done this in forever. Of course not. Jesus Christ. Well, we'll no. go through it fast. Trump boasts he's the best president for black America since Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, <laughs> four score go. Beautiful slaves. Big, bigly slaves. Uh, as Trump touts increased production, coronavirus swabs made during his main factory tour had to be tossed into the trash because he wouldn't wear a mask. Hmm. Known white supremacist Stephen Miller is rumored to be writing Trump's speech on race relations. Well, he has been getting more racist lately, which I know. Who would have thought? <laughs> ah, who would have thought? Thought he was already at 10 setting, but apparently there's another notch he can go up. Um, so, uh, matter of fact, today he said, no more of Jared's woke shit. He regrets the criminal justice reform bill that he did with, uh, Van Jones. Hmm oh oh you don't say yeah trump did not like it he thought it was going to attract black voters but because not enough of us you know came over to his side um he decided that uh he's done with that shit it's time to go to the old drawing board of uh let me check my notes here yes racism he will be going back to the racism drawing board everyone yeah so i i you know i hate to be like this but i'm glad the people the black people the black and brown people that got free i'm glad y'all got free mm-hmm. uh you can spend time with your family but that's a wrap uh republican senator defied donald trump and vote to strip confederate names from army bases okay 
trump rally goers must agree they won't sue you sue if they contract the coronavirus and of course these dummies signed it trump moves tulsa rally so it won't fall on juneteenth oh i'm so glad we waited on these i'm not even Mm -hmm. mad Mm -mm. i'm just like oh yeah i remember when that happened trump draws fresh health concerns after he appears to have trouble lifting a glass of water yeah he also looks stupid walking down a uh, ramp <laughs> yes he did that was hilarious <laughs> it was funny jl covan did listen jl covan is still doing amazing parody videos i don't know if you guys know about his uh youtube channel um it's so good uh and jl just says stuff and people be like what's wrong with you jl and then like almost like a week or two later he does the shit the jail was just thinking off the top of his head it's fucking it's it's uncanny right like because you know that that jail's just kind of like not that he's just just doing it or whatever right. but, but the you idea know is. that he that this is a actual um freestyle kind of correct um, and i'm trying to look up in the background his uh the the new because it's a new name for the channel and i i want to make sure that people get it but but it's not just that that he's doing he's doing off the top of his fucking head Mm -hmm. but it's like he's channeling trump he's beating trump to trump like i don't like in a world it's almost like we're in a world where trump knows jl exists (laughs) and and he's seeing the video he's like you know what that's not that bad i'm gonna i'm gonna say this stupid thing because i can say anything and no one will ever be able to to um to 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 call me out on it because this shit is this shit is crazy uh the stuff that he's uh getting away with over here um but but yeah the 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 jail out here doing the jedi right mind trick on everybody it's fucking insane man it's like because there's a video where uh like now he has a uh makeup tutorial trump uh but there's a video where he made a joke of donald trump doing play-by-play on walking down the ramp and he's even like yeah get to the end pop 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 and you know we were cracking up in <laughs> yes, the house it was hilarious and then but but yeah it's called trump the internet there you go but then um in real fucking life in real fucking life mm-hmm. donald trump at that tulsa rally it, broke down that, his fucking yes, walking off the thing did at his speech y'all he broke down walking off the fucking thing dog like he was like you know and, uh, the guy next to me you know he's a, he's a guy he did it for nine minutes this is rambled this, about nothing i just, just oh my god this this guy you know i i, I just don't i don't understand this you gotta, i wonder what he's gonna do today i wonder what he's gonna do tomorrow this guy, this guy's just pissing, he's pissing all over us, he's pissing on you. What, what does it taste like? Chief, what does it taste like? Because you know what, it tastes like piss to me. Donald Trump signs police reform order banning chokeholds and says tiny number of police are bad. Well, I'm glad Lee Merritt and Sean King didn't let that family take pictures with him because that not for that little bit of choco was already illegal it was illegal when they killed eric garner that mm-hmm. had nothing to do with nothing Mm-mm. trump claims nobody ever heard of juneteenth because and that he made it very famous i wonder what he's gonna do today <laughs> i wonder what he's gonna do tomorrow this guy this guy's just 
pissing. He's pissing all over us. He's pissing on you. What, what does it taste like? She what does it taste like? Because you know what? It tastes like piss to me. <laughs> One of the highest ranking black women in the Trump administration resigned over Trump's response to racial injustice, saying it cut sharply against my core values and convictions. Mm-hmm. I guess she was like, y'all ain't gonna play that coon music under my name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I put moisture in my hair. I'm getting up out of here. Mary Elizabeth Taylor uh, had served as Assistant Secretary of State uh, for Legislative Affairs since Trump assumed uh the office january 2017 Mm -hmm. she was one of the highest ranking black officials in the trump administration okay yeah she's in one of those positions some positions just go from president to president like uh, well say 2017 so he got elected 2016 right okay 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 so So i guess okay she had been there from the uh okay beginning yeah yeah so i'm assuming well like i said i might be wrong i know some positions they selected in some positions oh i just got this position kind of regardless like Mm. you you don't the president don't make a difference in this position yeah i mean mary elizabeth taylor what a name only uh like seven or eight guys have done that before in real life uh it's a little hollywood inside old school joke for you guys mary elizabeth taylor look it up all right so uh taylor submitted a resignation letter to mike pompeo writing her departure followed the dictates of my conscience moments of upheaval can change you shift you i guess them them, i guess them uh, seeing people in the street got to her she was like i can't do this no yeah, more not he, even for a check right or either he did select her and she was like you know what I, this is where i draw my line right that black woman part of her activated mm-hmm. i don't think she's i don't think she a coon though because i'm looking at her hair and it's really it looks good okay it don't it you know it don't look like dry. she don't have that coon that hair. Strong hair yeah that's the hair be so strawy yeah you know the hair always gives them away so i don't know maybe i mean maybe she is and she just 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 tricked me but i i don't know you know normally you can tell by the look like oh she don't fuck with us mm-hmm. you know what i mean no moisture like she might have just been at that job and they finally she finally just took couldn't do she just couldn't take it anymore the moments of people can change you shift the trajectory of your life and mold your character uh the president comments and actions around the racial injustice of black americans cut sharply against my core values and convictions she said she was deeply grateful to Pompeo for empowering me to lead this team and strategically advise you over the last two years. You have shown grace and respect and listening to my opinions and your remarkable leadership has made me a better leader. Oh, she ain't trying to burn that resume. Mm-mm. Okay, well, maybe she was cooning at work. I don't know. Maybe someone flashed She's the like, fucking... Well, well let, let me get out of here before they actually ruin my future. Maybe the camera phone flash was on. Oh, wait a minute. Was... What the hell am I doing here? It's like, no, no, no. No no no, 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 no. They're like, are you okay? No, 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 no. Here's my resignation. Uh, I, I appreciate that you, and Big Cars in the corner, like, what's the problem? Uh, I appreciate that you understand my strong loyalty to my personal convictions and values, and particularly in the light of recent events. It's a part of, this appears to be the first high-profile departure prompted by Trump's response to demands to address police reform and, and racial equality. So, hmm. interesting. Earlier this month, Taylor wrote a message to her team at the State Department about Floyd's death, writing that her heart is broken in a way from which I have had to heal it countless times. 
George Floyd's horrific murder and wow, so was she not a coon? What happened? I don't know. But yeah, you start talking about that like that, you can't last long over there. She fucking around watched one of them videos and woke up, I guess. She's like, I gotta I'm just gonna have to get fired. I have to tell them. I'm it's too much. George Floyd's horrific murder and the recent deaths of other black Americans are shaking our nation to its core, she wrote. Every time we witness these heinous murderous events, we are reminded that our country's wounds run deep and remain untreated for our team members who are hurting right now please know you are not alone you are seen recognized heard and supported i'm right here with you mm. all right sis well good job um yeah all right let's get to some regular white people news all right that's enough of this nigga um uh, he, there's always enough news for him always white people what are we up to today uh seinfeld star michael richards you guys may know as kramer from Mm, seinfeld mm -hmm. uh you may also know him from uh his infamous stand-up bit kill the niggers hang them all a few years ago oh you nigger 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 don't talk during my set Mm -hmm. Uh, everybody had to disown him yeah Seinfeld star Michael Richards, famous for playing the role of Cosmo Kramer from 1989 to 1998, went for a hike in Los Angeles, California on Sunday looking noticeably different. It was a rare appearance for the actor. It seems that he has grown himself a full beard. Mm. And uh, much like Seinfeld, his beard is completely white. Uh, <laughs> while most of the country ah. has been on lockdown uh, I guess he could have been Richard 70 appeared to be taking a break from hiking and biking adventure as he sat his feet up on the trunk of his car well he's looking pretty good I think you know um, is it not showing on the screen I'm, I'm refreshing it might, oh, it's probably me okay. the comedian has kept somewhat of a low profile over the years particularly after his infamous racist rant in 2006 wow this that shit was 14 years ago wow in 2012 richard opened up his former co-star jerry seinfeld about the incident and the show comedians in the car getting coffee during the candid interview with his former he looked like the same person right with he his, he looked like uh what's my call from walking dead rick yes with his former uh Seinf- former seinfeld co-star richard admits he is still haunted by the incident saying it broke me down uh, the actor said that he is still haunted by the incident in november 2006 he uh ago. caused a media storm at the video of him repeatedly calling the heckler a nigger was leaked the comic was doing the stand-up routine at the laugh factory in west hollywood at the time mm-hmm. yeah and i have to give him some grace obviously because this is before cell phones were like instagram and all the shit was a thing so like people weren't as fast to pop out cell phones so he probably thought he was gonna get away with it and that it wasn't filmed <laughs> jokes on you white man <laughs> jokes on you somebody filmed it black twitter csi is fast okay we adapt to do practice somebody got that motherfucker on a sidekick or some some old come on a razor <laughs> someone pulled out some a flip phone it was like come on kramer going down for this one you fuck with the wrong n-words today boy Ooh, they fucked around and pulled out that blackberry i got you and footage filmed by another audience member he has shown hurling racist abuse throw his ass out he's a nigger look at there's a nigger and the sub of the subject of being a selfless performer richard told seinfeld that's a lesson i learned when i blew it in the comedy club i lost my tempers because somebody interrupted my act and said some things that hurt me and i lashed out in anger 
i should have been working selflessly that evening it was a selfish response i took too i took it too personally and i should have just said yeah you're absolutely right i'm not funny i think i'll go home and work on my material and i'll see you tomorrow night but you know it was just one of those nights <laughs> yes bro we've all been there uh it's one of those nights yeah you ever have one of those days when something just, happened next thing you know you are all the racist abusive people calling it by niggas okay you never had that okay mm-hmm. okay all right never y'all let her lie to y'all if you want i've been at a restaurant when they was late with the order and psh, you it was so many n-words up in there no it was not i busted up after that event it broke me down richards went on to thank seinfeld in the episode publicly supported him saying and thanks for sticking by me it meant a lot but inside it still kicks me around well so sad when white people have to pay for the consequence of their actions it's honestly one of my least favorite things to see in this segment brian austin green forte six and courtney stoden 25 i don't know who either one of these people are whites care they are whites brian austin green was on one of your favorite shows which one hold on 90210 ah brian austin green and courtney stoner continue to spark romance rumors as they enjoy a cozy hot tub session in a bizarre video oh yeah you know my husband know me a lot of times i don't know the actors names i <laughs> like they real last names so brian austin green uh da, da, da. okay in a bizarre video uploaded to, bizarre to 25 year old models instagram i guess 20 46 and 25 doing anything is bizarre to people uh yeah that, that, that's generations literally yeah. i'm sure they talk about a lot of in-depth deep things 25 46 yeah old enough to be a daddy the pair were cheery as they frequently frequently referred to ashley in what appeared to be an inside joke sources have claimed the actor 46 and the online influencers are just friends for now as the screen star moves on from his estranged wife megan fox who is currently dating who's currently dating machine gun kelly ah i mean we talked about that ashley hello how are you (laughs) i've never seen him i i don't know who this is that is a bizarre video he also wiped his nose like he'd been doing coke so in the video the blonde grinned as she poked fun at brian stennis david silver and beverly hills 90210 a role he played from 1990 to 2000 courtney said hey ashley here's 90210 i've never seen him i don't know who he is before her new pal responded ashley hello how are you maybe oh maybe that's what it is ashley is like he old enough to be your daddy you probably don't even know why he famous and she was like let's go live right now and rock ashley's world she's an influencer that's that's what they do Mm Mm-hmm. during that time in the small pool brian went shirtless while the celebrity big brother star sported pink swimwear before switching into an animal print bikini the anger management actor said is is said to have met courtney on social media and connected with her about possibly creating music together music ryan austin green made music oh i see mm-hmm. she got some big ass titties mm-hmm. that explains all of this yeah because before you couldn't see that yeah and her lips mm-hmm. is all plumped up mm-hmm. yeah okay brian uh, the 47 yeah. year old about to get divorced little little midlife crisis vagina up in here yeah, man like I said, oh, not to be your daddy. men are so cliche okay 
it's a miracle that y'all aren't sick of us okay <laughs> oh ain't it though it's really just i mean that's such a predictable thing to do yeah we all in trouble the, they they tell you the older man gets the more uh, uh stability he has and then mm-hmm. the young women go after them because they don't want to deal with their group because they go y'all ain't mature and then the older women like the fuck like come on now yeah no i mean not unless you're a cougar ain't nothing wrong with a cougar go catch him yeah the singer is reportedly not ready for a relationship following her divorce from green mile actor doug hutchinson 60 oh she like him old that's what it sounds like okay i see you girl you like luxury okay she's like i'm not fucking these little young fuck all night niggas and they motherfucking 200 thread count sheets when i could be fucking on this luxurious ass bed up in here Mm-mm. let him have five minutes and then he goes night night now i'm at the club <laughs> come on oh that's been all night mm-hmm oh, she doing it right i'm not even fitting to hate okay a little bit of effort and the rest of my night is free if you're a young person fucking one of these old rich people i mean you kind of won because everybody normally blames the old rich person like oh that's so creepy i can't believe that and you get kind of off you can be like yeah they they praying on me anyway back to playstation 7 oh y'all don't got these you broke bitches anyway come on you play this with your brain i don't have a controller you just think about things yes but uh but yes you're right he's a creepy piece of shit uh hey him he's the worst uh who was controversially married when she was 16 oh she was i do remember her that old man married her and they was going around doing shit i remember this we covered the article though. yeah we was like who are these white people the former couple split in 2017 and the divorce was finalized earlier this year brian meanwhile was recently pictured enjoying a lunch date with an australian model tina louise 38 38 tina louise that's two of the belcher t- children hmm. is this must be tina louise right here the 38 year old mm-hmm. she's got some kind of brown in her oh you know what brian looking pretty good though he keep himself in shape i mean i see why he pulling them mm-hmm. i mean he still got that heartthrob how old was he 47 i mean yeah oh man i'm not even worried about this yeah I, it's a lot of young women that's gonna take their shot at this okay of course that's i mean you just gotta he's rich he's famous he, he looks good money. yeah you know they it's probably on a lot of these little kids bucket list i don't know why you i just know. call a 38 woman 38 year old woman a little kid <laughs> i said that shit like she like she was 18 you little kids <laughs> because of the, the age gap but, not, but the 38 one year old when it's closer to, to his actual age yeah it's not even like i don't even know why i said that 38 like these little kids out here fucking around 38 you know how it is i mean i mean like if you were fucking young she's old enough to be a kid too you know you don't know no better when you're 38 <laughs> <laughs> ashley graham flashes her cleavage in a leopard print bikini before posing in nothing but a trench coat for a sex at home shoot with her husband justin Irvin. well yeah i guess it, it, i mean a lot of these models if your main thing is being photographed mm-hmm. you know, oh you're gonna get photographed somebody photographed yeah me. like come on they still sitting in these clothes right. i know that much I, i'm not working out at home for nothing somebody gonna get these these titties and luckily they low-key because of instagram they don't need the middleman of the magazine anymore so you can still get paid for putting out these promotional posts while you at home quarantining and it's safe and lucrative uh she's been spending lockdown at her mom's home in nebraska with her husband justin Irvin, six month old and her six month old isaac 
that new mom ashley graham proved nothing was slowing her down when she took the social media on tuesday for a modeling shoot with her man the 32 year old beauty posed up a storm in a trench coat before heading out to take some bikini pictures in the outdoors she looks good oh yeah she Six always months? been fine yeah um ashley rocked a navy marina rinaldi trench coat that featured a red belt around her waist she flashed one leg and styled her brunette waves and swept and swept over to one side uh this is her with the boobs out at the uh beach here and uh mm-hmm. you know she is at that age for women of color star wearing leopard print and all these animal prints I mean, come on auntie status I, I i ain't quite got into it yet but you give me a few more years honey i'm i'm be leoparded up mm-hmm. ah! this nigga looking in the camera like yep i'm about baby number two on the way okay the model was also seen on her uh out with her husband justin for for a bikini suit shoot austin stunned in a leopard print triangular top that drew attention to her ample cleavage oh actually i said austin uh the nebraska native has been spending lockdown in her hometown with her mom and family she recently opened up about how she's been doing it isolation following the arrival of her son january 2020 before the pandemic really took off in the united states um the model has been able to watch her child's development right before her eyes now that she has begun raising an infant in quarantine yeah because she probably gets to spend time right with her baby and i know people with like smaller children and like newer children it was like i actually get to spend time i don't have to worry about a babysitter and stuff like that i actually get to enjoy their moments yep having a baby has shifted them in ways that i never thought possible i have i mean having a baby first of all and then being quarantined with the baby has changed everything just being able to watch my son grow literally before my eyes is something i never dreamed possible she added that being in nebraska during this time has helped her get back to her basics we're actually quarantined in nebraska with my mom in the same house i grew up in oh wow it's like i've gone back to simpler times and reminded me that i don't need as much that family is first and even though our zoom schedule is out of control uh she said so good for her that black dress is gorgeous somewhere oh yeah she's she's fine i i mean i know i forgot why she's problematic I'm, i can't rem- i think she brought her husband home knowing her parents was kind of racist or some shit so you know she gonna forever be in the doghouse with a lot of people but she bad as shit can't take that from her mm-hmm august alcina and them smiths is in the news the white people news okay uh will smith has reportedly denied the sensational claims made by singer august alcina that he he gave his blessing to have a years-long love affair with his actress wife jada pinkett smith the sun reports that will's representative branded the reports as wrong while a spokesperson for jada denied the claims of page six calling them absolutely not true okay and i probably know who is agnes alcina he's a singer r&b singer okay uh as you can see him in this picture here with jada they went to i believe the bt awards together in 2017 ah so i mean there's been a lot of speculation that um you know uh will and jada have an open relationship they kind of talk around some things about being life partners and not you know all this other stuff and i think people are very interested in that but they also don't really 
they never come out and just said we're in an open relationship or all this stuff there's also speculation about will's sexuality people think he's bisexual or secretly gay and shit which i don't never i never know how to take that kind of stuff because right unless they come out and say yeah, themselves right some of that shit is you know like yeah like i like it i don't know that's a complicated one people mm-hmm. think that shit is like a game and mm-hmm. i'm like i don't know about all that like um because then if you're outing somebody because you got some type of information and they don't want to be out that that's fucked up come on and especially if it's not like they've been saying problematic fucked up things about the lgbtq community but then at the same time like if uh if they're but i don't look at it as it's so like like it's insulting that you call them gay like it's a fine line because mm-hmm. it's like if he's if he's bi or whatever no sweat off my balls like that's fine with me but some people would be like i don't want to see his movies no more or whatever all this shit so um but that's been a long speculation and of course the their scientologist thing so i don't there's a lot going on over there that i don't know Mm-mm. anyway august 27 years old told the breakfast clubs it well no wonder this shit was messy uh ha, and there we have it the breakfast clubs angela Yee. that i thought y'all wasn't supposed to be watching this shit how the fuck this shit go viral again then y'all canceled them just what was that a week ago nobody what was the thing that they canceled them for last time it was something fucked up oh Oh, russell simmons is on the show i thought okay whatever uh i sat down with will smith and had a conversation due to the transformation from their marriage or life partnership and he gave me his blessing according to page six it was jada's son Jaden 21 who introduced her to august of 2015 august said the two became very close and holidayed together with the family in hawaii a year later and he even attended the 2017 bet awards together he said i totally gave myself to that relationship for years of my life and i truly and really really deeply love and have a ton of love for her i devoted myself to it i gave him my full self to it so much so to the point that i can die right now and be okay with knowing that i truly gave myself to somebody and i really loved a person i experienced that i know what that feels like and some people never get that in this lifetime i know that i'm completely blessed and this conversation is difficult because it is so much that it would be hard for people to understand but once it starts to affect me and my livelihood i have to speak up about my truth while he claims the affair lasted for years it is not known what time period for this was uh what the time period for this was time jada has been married to will since 1997 they are parents of Jaden and willow we know that will has son J- trey 27 from his marriage with sherry zampino who's uh who's uh 53 august is currently promoting his new album the product three state of emergency and has a new youtube doc state of emergency the rise of august alcina he previously denied an affair taking place in 2019 after his track nunya was released rumors were sparked by his lyrics you got me feeling like it was an act you're just an actress putting on a show because you don't know, want the world to know the singer claimed he is not speaking out to cause trouble he said contrary to what people may believe i'm not a troublemaker i don't like drama drama actually makes me nauseous and i also don't think that it is ever important for people to know what i do 
who i sleep with who i date but in this instance it is very different because as i said there are so many people that are side-eyeing me looking at me questionable i've lost money friendships relationships behind it and i think it is because people don't necessarily know the truth but i've never done anything wrong i love those people the smiths literally like my family i don't have a bad thing to say about them they are beautiful people jada has previously denied rumors that she and will are in an open relationship and says they will never divorce uh to talking on sway's universe radio show in 2018 she said i'm just like keep the divorce rumors coming here's the thing about will and i we are family that is never going down it's just not ever we are family take out all that whole marriage relationship crap at the end of the day will and i are family i'm going to hold him down doesn't matter all this relationship all that relationship and what people think ideas of a husband and partner and all that man whatever at the end of the day that is a man that can rely on me for the rest of his life period jada also denied that marriage was open saying in a facebook post a statement i made a regard to will can do whatever he wants has illuminated the need to discuss the relationship between trust and love and how they coexist will and i both can do whatever we want because we trust each other to do so this does not mean we have an open relationship this means we have a grown one uh will has previously said the couple no longer use the word married title but refers to each other as life partners we don't ever say married anymore he told bet in 2018 we refer to ourselves as life partners where you get into that space where you realize you are literally with someone for the rest of your life there are no deal breakers there's nothing she could do ever nothing that would break our relationship she has my support till death and it feels so good to get to that space there's nothing that could happen that we won't be together and love each other because i've never met anyone like you and i knew it wasn't with you i knew if i wasn't with you i'd be searching in vain for the rest of my life the couple has also previously denied that they're swingers i'm like yo i wish i wish jada told andy cohen in 2017 other persistent swinging rumors yet they have remained open about their sex lives often sharing intimate details at the premiere of his movie focus will let slip let it slip that jada loves to watch his sex scenes she's a little freaky like that he said according to cheat sheet unfortunately he's right jada admitted it's kind of a nice voyeuristic way to see your man but i'm kind of weird in that way that's a whole other conversation in 2010 jada told oprah winfrey that spontaneity is the key to her and will's relationship keep it spontaneous i surprise him he's a thinker she said according to the daily telegraph he's always thinking i just i always surprise him during the day i might send a sexy picture of some sort if he's on set with me we might take a break just a year earlier she offered advice in a red book interview that it was important to move things outside of the bedroom be sneaky your girlfriend's house at a party the bathroom a bedroom think of places outside that are uh, that are comfortable to have sex she said does he have access to his office have a fantasy day be his secretary pull over on the side of the road just switch it up in 2010 the couple took their own advice in their limo on the way to the oscars we started look he started looking at will start looking at me in this way that drives me wild we started kissing passionately and the next thing i know knew well let's just say we missed the red carpet i ended up with almost no makeup on jada <laughs> revealed the shape magazine the actress also claimed it was will who first told her about the grapefruit method made the famous in her in the movie girl trip um so yeah they talk about using sex toys people are shocked about my love for using sex toys jada said i know damn well i'm not the only one that uses them nobody has to feel any shame about it but i'm still surprised how people relate to sex specifically female sexuality is still such a taboo 
will and i really want to dissolve the myths that surround the partnerships that are in the public eye as if they're easy these partners those partnerships are going through the exact kind of difficulties everyone else is going through we got a lot of positive response from people in our industry and i think I, it gave people the opportunity to sit down with their partner so that's i don't know that's a lot going on there yeah, it's not like uh the i guess the first dude that was talking sound like he hurt yeah i he, wonder he was what, in love love right or i mean some people are speculating that he's just trying to promote his um album That's and that he's making it up because the rumors were already out there and there's so many rumors surrounding the smiths mm-hmm. the thing that would be weird to me is that they're so forthcoming about all like tmi almost with how much their sex life and all this stuff is that it almost would be weird if they were like this is the thing we're holding back from everybody right um but then of course there's also the age thing august alcina's like 27 now or something Mm -hmm. and people were like well when this would have started he would have been 22 and then they were going into his history like he had lost his father and his brother and all this other stuff and like so basically they were turning into like you know because it's twitter and whatnot right they were turning into like jada is a sexual predator they preyed on him there was a lot of people trying to speculate that him that will and jada had sex with him and stuff there's so much projection over the smiths Correct. i never know how to keep up i never know what's real and what's not like i i but that that story was taken over everywhere uh all right more white people news a pennsylvania woman who allowed a bear in her house with her kids has been sentenced to probation oh did they charge the bear yes it was a black bear so it went to prison yep right along with her they sell share sales together a pike well no she just got probation she didn't go to jail oh 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 well then well then yeah yeah they, yeah they was like uh hey bear uh did you mean to break in here a no pike- don't matter you're black we're <laughs> locking you up a pike county man woman was sentenced to probation for allowing a wild bear to come into her house in 2018 while her children were present uh how did they find out she got 12 months of probation and a 500 hundred dollar fine well she'll never do that again that's it after she allowed a black bear in her home according to affidavit pictures provided to police show a black bear inside the home so people took pictures did she take pictures right she didn't get that bad the fuck out of there the pictures depict desmond watching and allowing her children a 15 year old girl and her son age unknown feeding the wild bear (gasps) uh feeding it appetizers according to wbre police confiscated cell phones and found photos of desmond and clement clemente and the children feeding the bear inside the home Desmond was charged with two counts of endangering welfare of a child, recklessly endangering another person, unlawfully driving or disturbing wildlife. Mm-hmm. That bear would have been bear. All y'all have been dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Da Vinci Code author Dan Brown is being sued by his ex-wife for leading a double life. Oh shit. Mm-hmm um she must have cracked the da vinci code to his phone <laughs> yes she did the ex-wife of the da vinci code author dan brown has filed a lawsuit alleging uh the man known for writing about conspiracies and secret societies led a double life during their marriage that included a tryst with a dutch horse trainer and three other affairs oh shit oh he was having all the affairs in her lawsuit filed monday in new hampshire 
68 year old blythe brown accuses the best-selling author of secretly diverting funds to buy lavish gifts for his mistresses including a for a dutch horse trainer by the initials of jp hmm. uh she claims a 56 year old mr brown spent three hundred and forty five thousand dollars to buy the woman who is an expert in frenzy and horses a horse along with a new car horse transport and to pay for renovations on her netherland home Ooh, she live on her best life right i'll tell you this much he wasn't horsing around okay come on that man was fucking okay come on no one pays that much for a friend nobody blythe a painter art historian and collaborator on her husband's books oh she collaborates on her books oh you slimy motherfucker oh my god oh that's the worst like cause sometimes it's like well look i got with you you my trophy wife you knew what it was i don't respect She's women like, we did this together like th- y'all started from the bottom now you're here okay she's the one who said you know what what if we started with it was a dark and stormy night and this motherfucker was like that's cool i'm still gonna be fucking these women uh alleged uh she alleges that he also hit scores of future projects worth millions from her including a television series and a children's book due out in september she also claims what that, yes no what she's you said she's suing mm-hmm. yeah goddamn right i'm suing she, she she also claims that she inspired most of his work and came up with the premise for the da vinci code damn he just put his name on it she wrote the book <laughs> written by dan brown come on honey you know they won't respect a woman uh describing brown's behavior as unlawful and egregious blythe says she only learned about the other women which is will include a hairdresser political official and her personal his personal trainer after the pair divorced in 2019 after 21 mar- years of marriage oh so she found this out after they divorced oh so this must be Th- that's a civil she, suit that and that explains why her lawsuit was like well you know. it would explain too like she probably knew something was up she that was the thing they got divorced but she still had to follow the code she's like okay i'm gonna need to go to the louvre and then i'm mm-hmm. gonna need to point this flashlight at the wall and when it hits the the light at a certain angle i can see that somebody has written a phone number on the mona lisa this nigga cheating mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how you do it horse horse of course <laughs> hmm. dutch hmm let's see if we refract the light from this uh telescope and turn it inwards towards the wall point it at the last supper painting and a dick pic this motherfucker right here is cheating okay dan you're not slick okay it took me months but i wrote them books okay i knew the mysteries i know how to solve them uh ain't getting nothing past me uh dan has lived a proverbial life of lies for at least the past six years seeming to be the epitome of a world's famous novelist leading a simple life in his home state of new york new hampshire while in reality he was something quite different the lawsuit claims for years dan has secretly removed substantial funds from his and Blythe's hard-earned marital assets to conduct sordid extramarital affairs with women one half his age and to pursue a clandestine life oh she wrote them books them, you could tell by the them, lawsuit them vocabulations words them her books and then she turned around and she like you bought her a house mm-hmm. them her books thousand dollars 
bly says she initially brought brought the horse horse trainer to the u.s in 2013 to work with a horse the couple owned he was fucking women they knew god damn he didn't give a fuck personal trainer yeah like like uh he helping her get fit and he fitting it in (laughs) what is happening here (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's also funny because like the horse trainer she wanted a horse trainer and he was like i'm gonna train i'm gonna train this horse all right the affair began the following year while a woman was staying at their house recovering from a shoulder injury from jacking him off too much she's like oh my god i've got i've got jacking shoulder he's like that's okay i got a cure for that <laughs> Bly says her husband then started to act distant dress differently and instigated arguments ain't that ain't that the way ladies come on that's how they figure it out every time <laughs> they start acting different like this, them the clues when this nigga start wearing cowboy boots with spurs on them <laughs> the fuck smell like you've been taking showers uh according is, that, is that axe body spray the hell is this what right. happened to the old spice mm-hmm. starting arguments over nothing uh, how come every time i come in the house you in the house oh, i can't take it i'm gonna go to the to the guest cabin and uh you know train these horses he coming let me check your phone you know i don't have a phone (laughs) (laughs) let me go train these horses real quick in the back i got i'm so sick i'm so upset right now and don't come out here for 20 to 50 minutes uh according to the suit the move blythe moved out of their home in rye beach new hampshire in 2018 after brown told her he wanted to separate because he was out there separating some things Mm -hmm. the couple who have no children divorced in december 2019 Blythe claims she confronted her husband the following month after discovering wire transfers of large sums of money that she knew nothing about. When he admitted to doing bad things with a lot of people, then he confessed to the affairs. Oh, bad things with a lot of people. I did a bad, bad thing. They wasn't bad when you was doing them. Apparently not. They like them YouTube racist videos. You ain't regret it then. <laughs> <laughs> i'll do some bad things i had a lot of affairs uh sit down I, i'll tell you about them they're pretty bad yeah involve animals there's a lot of animals. ass eating okay i'm just gonna start there let's just start with the easy one ass eating off tops okay so don't judge uh he, he told her that the affair with the trainer was has and will continue damn according to her lawsuit and admitted to a tryst with a political official at their vacation home on the island of anguilla damn well damn she the uh horse trainer is is riding him real good ain't she mm-hmm. riding him to the mountaintop apparently he tried to pull one of them motherfucking uh troy uh what's the, what's the dude from fences yes he tried to pull that shit on her like what the fuck was that oh it's gonna continue i'm having uh, this affair it's gonna i'm continue. not i don't know what to tell you i'm not stopping he gonna bring a baby home <laughs> troy maxwell he gonna bring a, a baby home too now look rose rose baby gotta have a mother okay well this baby will have a mother <laughs> it's not everywhere but you a womanless man mm-hmm. um yeah at the time of the divorce blythe claims that dan persuaded her that she had full knowledge of the wealth they accumulated while marriage blythe a horse enthusiast who was involved in horse and carriage driving competitions insisted she was only filing the lawsuit to stand up for herself and assert her self-worth we worked so hard together struggling to build something meaningful 
with great success came our promises to each other that we would not let it change us or our life together i don't recognize the man that dan has become it is time to reveal his deceit and betrayal after so much pain it is time for truth it is time to right these wrongs he don't care he's gonna he gonna pay you or split half and keep it trucking this man is knee deep in horse trainer vagina right now as we speak come on he clearly gonna care he told you to your face i'm not gonna stop i'm not gonna stop Mm-mm. that's i i see why you sued him fuck him come on but i mean because she's talented she's a horse trainer but she likes it doggy style mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep they say she's a she's a beast in the saddle ha <laughs> ha uh but she says that she later learned that her ex-husband was working on several new projects including a television series called langdon uh based on the main character from the da vinci code dan brown is oh so it's still her idea dan brown in a statement said in a statement he said he was stunned by the allegations that called a complaint written without regard for the truth also she made it all up dan all of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i bet i bet he said that shit right as he came out the stable with them horses come on uh first of all i just want to <laughs> calm down calm down. she lying she lying don't listen to them horses back there okay <laughs> ah uh now if you'll excuse me i'll have to disappear for 20 to 50 minutes i'll be in the guest room uh for reasons known only to her and possibly her lawyer blythe brown has created through this suit a fictional and vindictive account of aspects of our marriage designed to hurt and embarrass me he said in a statement tuesday this is so white Mm -mm, guarantee it would not surprise me she has proof because she's making these allegations she has it's it's some proof let's say she's let's say for a second that she's lying this is the whitest divorce ever it is two old rich white people she just would like to hurt my regard in the public standing and honestly it's quite childish of her anyway back to having sex with this horse trainer i'll be back brown uh, that's them that's, that's them throwing uh shade what what are they throwing uh, uh what what tea are they tip uh sipping on chamomile mm-hmm so earl gray yes earl gray brown a new hampshire native who graduated from amherst college has had a string of bestsellers but is known for the da vinci code um yeah the one where they said that jesus and mary magdalene had some children and got married she wasn't a whore i was like i've been watching that movie like why is this a big deal that movie was so like do i have to be catholic to get this because i don't understand why you needed to kill 12 people to keep this shit from coming out in her lawsuit Blythe portrayed herself as inspiring brown to give up songwriting after the pair met in 1990 and recognized his unlimited potential as a writer of fiction brown also briefly worked as a teacher she also alleges she helped craft key themes and ideas for many of his books served as a lead researcher first line editor critic and was dan's literary partner in the fullest sense well then both of you niggas owe me five dollars because them tickets ah! was a waste of my money come on indeed blythe and dan formed a partnership in the literary world that has to last for nearly 30 years that was that was to last for nearly 30 years taking them places they could never imagine according to the lawsuit in which she seeks unspecified damages girl you better get out here and get you on these august alcina niggas and let this man go this is not worth it Mm-mm. you out here just fucking anything moving you don't want this dick back Mm-mm-mm-mm. go get you some young brown says that he was he has always recognized his ex-wife's contributions 
the allegation that i failed to fairly acknowledge the literary contributions of my former wife is wrong he said as he signed another copy of his book and put his name on the front during a 2006 trial against the publisher of the da vinci code the court heard how blythe was an essential contributor to his million selling historical thriller two authors unsuccessfully sued claiming that brown appropriated the architecture of their book in a high profile london court case according to witness statements in the court testimony blythe led the massive research effort supplied countless notes and suggestions and offered an invaluable female perspective for a book immersed in the sacred feminine so when he needed her to keep him from losing some money i mean nigga it's record so you mm-hmm. you you're not gonna be able to argue with her on right. that like y'all actually y'all actually got somebody that actually typed up words Mm-hmm. he said i was writing about the louvre and the grail but it was blythe who said i should write about mary magdalene too i probably wouldn't have written the da vinci code without her she's a great researcher mm, the court loves this mm-hmm. it's all on record mm-hmm you gonna give up some of that da vinci guap come on all right that's it for uh white people news let's do some sort of ratchetness ah that was some good white people news <coughs> that was fun i feel better me too <coughs> mm-hmm. what happened if he told her i was just horsing around i already said that one. Oh, you did <laughs> yes <laughs> guess it was just he was just horse playing with her that's a good one um <laughs> he's a horse player if you don't know what i'm saying yes he is you know what i mean uh machete maniac used a samurai sword to butcher a vic- victim by cutting off his hand and multiple fingers in a brutal killing god damn mm-hmm. uh god damn god damn god damn Ooh. peter manfredonia 23 arrested in maryland last month after a week-long manhunt also took a man hostage for 24 hours before a multi-state search for him and i feel like I, maybe i heard about this story somehow in passing i feel like i knew about this story but i didn't know it was just brutal and he looks motherfucking insane like why would anyone let him have a sword it just doesn't make sense that we live in a world where somebody that looks like the joker on meth could have a sword he don't even look in his mugshot he don't even look like he's aware that wow anything was wrong he is oblivious to everything around him yikes uh, his first alleged victim was 62 year old ted demers of willington kentucky connecticut uh was found by neighbors with a severed right hand and one of his triceps almost completely severed from his body Demers, who had given Manfredonia a ride after he claimed his motorbike had broken down, also suffered a left thumb and index finger and multiple lacerations to his head and back. He also attacked a second man, 80-year-old Navy veteran John Frank Franco, who ran to, D- to Demers' aid, but he suffered only minor injuries. Um, shit. Police found the bent and bloodied samurai sword in the nearby woods. Oh, he... he wow till it bit oh god along with a kawasaki motorbike and a helmet a bloodstained t-shirt and manfredonia's cell phone and driver's license according to the rest affidavit oh so he wanted to get caught okay i see 
a woman who told investigators she had stopped dating the yukon student a few days before the attack because he had logged into her social media accounts without permission and said he had an obsession with samurai swords and owned at least two she was smart girl i say you dodged a bullet but it sounded like you dodged a blade okay come on the, you, the, you find out your man's got samurai swords you, you just know something's up Manfredonia would kill again two days later on May 24th when he shot his Newtown High School classmate Nicholas Isel, Isel, 23, in a nearby town of Derby. In between yeah, the two... Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? yeah she is smart because you know what happened most of the time? They killed the mama or the girl. They killed some woman first yep. and then they go attack everybody else. In between the two chilling murders, Manfredonia also held a man hostage in his home for 24 hours. The 23-year-old <gasps> Wilmington, Connecticut man who had was not named in the document said he was sleeping in his recliner in the early hours of may 23rd when he woke up to manfredonia holding a gun to his head manfredonia tied the house to a chair in his basement told the man he didn't know why he killed demers only that he just flipped the hostage later told police he asked his captor if he wants to talk about what took place with the murder he told me he hadn't slept for five days and he just flipped he said he didn't know why he did it and that he was remorseful for it at one point a neighbor came to visit court to the man's statement and he told the neighbor to come back tomorrow the next morning, Manfredonia took some items from the house and left. That day, it is alleged he killed Isel, the alleged and allegedly abducted Isel's girlfriend in a stolen car. The fugitive's arrest was a combined effort by police in Connecticut, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Maryland, where he was ultimately arrested, as well as the FBI. He is being held on seven million dollars bond, facing charges for murder, assault, home invasion, kidnapping, and related crimes. He's ne- next expected to appear in court July tenth wow that person the best he just walked out he could probably possibly could have killed him too yeah i don't know wow no rhyme or reason to it the only thing the only warning sign is this nigga on multiple swords be careful out there y'all all All right that's it for this week thank you for listening this is a long one but we did skip an episode uh earlier in the the week so hopefully the last couple long ones will, will do you guys good uh we'll look forward to feedback on saturday until next time i love you i love you too